0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dialogue Options. My name is Joel. And I'm Kyron. Awesome. I was hoping you'd pick up on that. Um, I'm <laughs> just sort of like, I'm going to throw that out there and see how you go. Uh, keep you on your toes, man. Uh, and this week's episode is a biggin'. A biggin'. Uh, as you might know, in the last week, E3, the Electric and uh, Electronic Entertainment Expo uh, in Los Angeles took place where a lot of big game announcements took place um so we're not going to stuff around with anything today like what we've been playing or anything like that we're going to launch straight into it because there were a lot of press conferences and uh a lot of big news to cover so let's do it yes
1: let's get right into it
0: yeah awesome (laughs) let's get right into it pause (laughs) um (laughs) look i'm just looking
1: at the notes man
0: it's EA, That's where right. it's yeah where well, it's Yeah, I took so much <laughs> notes. Uh, we, I also, we also didn't sleep much during this period in the last week, so we we're still a little bit loopy in recovering. I'm pretty, so. I'm pretty
1: sure I'm still recovering. Yeah. There, there I, was a lot of like nights of two, because staying up till 4am, 5am, waking up at 10am to get ready for work, it was oh.
0: a little bit hectic, to say the least. I was lucky enough to not have work in that period of time, which was great. Oh, I envy you so much. Oh, brilliant. Anyway, so our first conference... Uh, of the uh, of, of, of gaming Christmas as some people call it uh, is uh, it was EA <sighs> EA it was bad oh boy it was bad it was so bad and I was I was hopeful this year Karen. I was so hopeful I, like, I told you I told
1: I, you weeks out I said EA will devote too much time to sports and we will walk away disappointed
0: yep I just thought with this year with things like Star Wars and Mass Effect that they might have something more to show but they, they just didn't. They, they, mess- they showed us lots of guys at desks. They did. They did. And like weird actors yeah, playing Welsh. sports star. Yeah. Anyway. But there are a couple of things that we took away from that. Um, we'll cover the boring stuff first just to get it out of the way. So much <laughs> sports, 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 madden, something about competitive play. We I don't esports fo- Madden man. It's esports. Yeah, esports Madden. Now. They want to cash in on that esports money. Get the esports and- cash. And I just, I, I don't understand American football. I've tried. I, trust me, I've tried. I, I just don't get it. So, you know, if it's for you, it's great. There's information out there. Go find it. Same with FIFA. I, at least I understand how soccer works. Like, that is a sport that I know, that I've played before. Um, but the, there's one thing about FIFA that I would like to talk about. Um, there's the, They're incorporating a story mode into FIFA this year. It's it's weird. So, like, you picked this character, Alex hunter i think his name is off the top of my head <laughs> um anyway yeah so you, you play as this guy and it, it seems like there's cutscenes and highs and lows in in this story progression um which i, I got to give him a you know i'm gonna ta- dip my hat to those guys because that's kind of hard to do to to mix up the sport genre without just making the graphics look a little bit better and maybe inc- in improving ball handling skills slightly um so uh, you know, kudos to them for that. It was, I, it was I, find it, I find it
1: funny, really. They they obviously took the criticism on board that there was no campaign for Battlefront, but they took the criticism and put it in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, that's no a, wanted, a very good like, point. No one asked for a, a campaign in FIFA. We wanted a
0: campaign in Battlefront. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that is a very good point. But um, but yeah, like I said, you know, kudos to them for that. Probably still not going to buy it, but um, there's always next year, man. There's, a, there's always next year. Yeah, man. <laughs> Um, they also talked a lot about uh, their EA original stuff, which is their sort of uh, indies support program, I guess you could say. Yeah, that's what it's. It seems to be the, like Ubi Arts. Yeah, like, absolutely. For Ubisoft. Uh, and they showed off a game called Fay Fee. It's it's F E. Sounded um, like fear. Fee? Yeah. Fear. Fear. Accent. He did have an confusing. accent. Yeah. Fay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Fae. Just for the thing. Sounds uh, good. By a, by a studio called Zoink Studios, I think it was called Zoink. I wrote Zoink and that's what I heard. But again, that guy had a really thick accent. so We'll, um, we'll say it's it, Zoink anyway, it's confirmed. Yeah, it, it definitely had sort of a, it was a, like a 3D platformer, uh, sort of Journey-esque kind of vibe to it. Um, really nice colour palette, I liked that. Um, but again, not a lot to take away from it, uh, apart from like a mildly interesting trailer. Look, was it
1: looked it looked interesting. It just felt too much like... Again, this isn't a bad thing, but it just felt like EA was trying maybe a bit too hard to recapture the, to this day, still wonderful appearance of the Unravel
0: developer oh, last year on stage.
1: That still is incredible. Yeah, it was. This didn't, I'm not sure if this was just trying to recapture that or, like, repeat it. I'm still interested in the game, but I don't know. It kind of kind of felt a bit flat to me.
0: Yeah. But, I mean... We'll probably see more of it in the next few months or the next year or so. Oh yeah, um, I have no doubt about that. Yeah, they're going to be pushing that one out. Um, eh, let's get to the two biggest disappointments from the EA conference. <laughs> um, Mass Effect Andromeda. I never guys, guys at desks. Oh, guys at desks with like little bits and like little peaks at
1: gameplay. Oh, Which, and the gameplay just, looked promising, but looked great. They, they weren't confident
0: enough to actually show it. That was the other big thing to take away from this entire press conference. Apparently, everything at EA is running in Frostbite Engine now. Um, uh, look, the Frostbite Engine, I
1: guess it's fixed now or runs better on console. Yeah. It's good. It's a good engine. I think Dragon
0: Age Inquisition actually ran in it. So oh, it might have actually. Yeah, you probably I'm pretty you're sure, probably, sure it did. I think you're right. Um. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a solid engine and it looks great. So, I, I, yeah, like you said, I don't blame them. But um, so it is running in Mass Effect Andromeda it is running in Frostbite engine. <laughs> apart from that, we still don't know anything well, uh, apart from the fact that the, the female option for the, the character creation is going to be uh, the default, which is awesome. Yeah, I which think is I, good. It's very I good. I think it's. I think she's Ryder. I think that's her name. Ryder. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, yeah, that's it's that that's cool. But
1: I as mean, someone who played as FemShep in Mass Effect three and two and three yeah that's a good choice just bring just bring Jennifer Hale back I don't care who she voices just just stick it back in there oh she'll be in there somewhere sure I'll listen
0: listen to Jennifer Hale all day she's still on their payroll she (laughs) has to be Um, I hope yeah she's doing a lot um yeah so I I I thought after last year where we had a a very similar type of video I thought this year we're going to get you know five ten minutes solid stuff this is what it's going to be about Little bit of setting, maybe a slight tease of something, and then that's it. I wasn't even expecting a release date to be honest. A lot of people well, were, but i i wasn't I was like, I'd just be happy to see the game. I just want to see the game it was like, just
1: it was just weird because at this point it was meant to come out in the holiday season, but that date slipped' oh yeah now it's early next year, but that's yeah. even like so we're say, say that we are like seven. Eight months out from release I still would have expected just some some gameplay like some actual gameplay, not like what we got in the trailer, which is looked like gameplay I'm talking like UI combat, exploring planets, just something
0: anything yeah, conversations like uh, it just it was such a it was a bummer disappointment uh, and that trend only continued later on when finally they the little splash came up with five minutes to star wars and it's like all right all right here we go there's still 15 minutes left of this conference you know there's not much else that they can really talk about you know we've seen we've heard a lot about battlefield one so they might show a new trailer for that and that'll be the end of the conference cool with that but you know this is going to be star wars we're going to hear something we're going to hear about the future of star wars at the at ea who have all the star wars In in the game universe And what Um, did we learn Joel? We learned that there
1: are guys at desks Working on Star Wars games Yeah they
0: are Lots of different studios Collaborating together Um, We saw Amy Hennig She's making a Star
1: Wars game She is Jade's making a Star Wars game Yep Absolutely Um, Uh, The Criterion guys They're now working on Star Wars Their extreme (laughs) sports game Canceled They're doing Star Wars
0: Rip in peace I was actually (laughs) excited for that But um, Yeah like So many They're like we will got all these people working on Star Wars yep
1: yeah they're working that, on it that's basically it there was that pre-alpha whatever footage they showed that kind of was just like that looks cool yeah okay it's gone
0: it's gone forget it don't worry yeah it back, like, back to the people at desks it looked like Uncharted Star Wars which is like I'm at a loss for words at how amazing that would fucking be like oh, I'm curious God. to see
1: if they'll do it after Star Wars One, Three, One, Three got axed that yeah was pretty much going to be star wars uncharted but i mean yeah. it's
0: not beyond the realms of possibility no absolutely not especially with with amy there but um I, there was one part of that that piqued my interest a little bit with bioware when they were talking about they, they they touched briefly on the old republic and i say briefly it was about 15 seconds but um they ended their statement with exploring beyond the old republic um, and I'm probably reading into this a little bit too much but as someone who never played Knights of the Old Republic I was just like well, maybe that's another another single player driven campaign look but I, I think they
1: will once absolutely. they finish Mass Effect and Andromeda mm. it makes sense yeah. I mean they're, they're a big studio they, should, they could be in pre-production for it now but when you've got the guys who made Knights of the Old Republic and you've just gotten the Star Wars license back you stick
0: them on that game yeah absolutely Oh, anyway, so that was pretty much Star Wars, and I think we've already talked longer about Star Wars games than they actually did in the conference. So, um, let's get onto the two meaty parts of the air. You conference. mean the, t- the two games they showed and devoted time to? Yeah, that uh, that are actually relevant to us. Like, look, I, I want to put this out there now. I'm we're we're definitely not shooting over people. If you like FIFA, if you like Madden, fucking all power to you. That's great. Like, go nuts. But, but we don't, we thing. don't know anything about it so a,
1: it's not just it's not just that it's just it feels weird to me to devote so much time to madden and fifa and those sort of sports games at a press conference at e3 because people who are buying those games are going to buy them regardless and it i know that it makes ea a lot of money i get that i do i just feel like it's weird to devote
0: that much time to them yeah i at yeah. this sort of stage presentation and especially after like over the last couple of years when the feedback that they would have no doubt, seen was oh sports, sports, sports. Yeah, we definitely want to see more sports. Yeah, but they've just gone. They, it's almost like they're taking that literally and gone. Oh, they want to see more sports. Let's give them more sports. Oh, we'll show them um, sports.
1: We'll give them so much sports. I won't be able to do sports, 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 sports.
0: But you've also got to remember too, like they were they were broadcasting live from London and America. So America for American football is huge over there, uh, and that's why Madden sells so well. And likewise with FIFA in, in like. London and the UK is because that's that's their sport. So yeah, yeah. yeah I get, like I said, I get it. It's just the, it's weird to
1: devote that much E three time to those particular franchises.
0: And it's it's not like it's a surprise that like that they're coming because we know they're coming every year. So exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so Titanfall two they open the sh- they open their conference with Titanfall two. Um, uh, and us as PS four players actually get to play this one this time. Um, it's exciting. It's exciting it is, times. It's very exciting. Uh it looked cool it looks really good I'm like I heard good things about the first Titanfall but the main thing I heard was that there was no sticking power there was people played it solidly for like six weeks and they were like hey I'm done with this game Um, like they'd gotten everything they wanted to get out of that game it was almost borderline tech demo that actually worked I guess yeah it always felt weird to me I guess it was more so that Respawn could prove they could do it I don't know yeah I guess it was a new concept, and they sort of put it out there. Everyone went, "It's a great concept. We want to see more." And they were like, "All right, well, here's some map packs." But um, this time around, they they've listened to everyone. The the, the the glaring omission from the first game was a single player campaign, um, and they've put it in. And not only have they put it in, it actually looks for a like a shooter about like giant robot mechs and and pilots that can do sweet parkour.
1: Mate those are the best kinds
0: of shooters yeah absolutely like it the, the the story trailer looked really interesting it's sort of like you had this bond between this this uh this mech who lost its pilot who'd been killed in action and you bonded with it uh because i guess you stumble across it in the forest you the, the character you play as um and you go on this epic quest and you know the end of the trailer where he's like trust me and like throws him throws the your player across the map like Well, I was like, "This is." I actually got a little bit of a chill watching that. Looks good. "Mm, Looks like fun.
1: I I mean, again, we never played the original Titanfall, so I'm not sure if they were always able to speak. I wasn't aware they were intelligent. As far as I I know, to me,
0: yeah. As far as I know, they could speak. Like they were. Okay. They 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 were they were sentient to a degree. I'm pretty sure. So, um, but the only story you got in those was like little. Cutscenes before and after matches. So well,
1: that's the thing, because Titanfall's main shtick was it was multiplayer only. Yep. Um, it did some good things with multiplayer. Like I, I still like that it included bots yes. for people who suck at shooters like myself. Yep. To contribute by killing them, and feel like you're actually helping the efforts.
0: Yeah, it was almost like a, a slight. They were like creeps in a MOBA, which was cool. Yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, like I and the, a couple of other things they've added to is lots of customization to. I, I would assume your your titans and your gear which you well, know there's new
1: titan types as well
0: yes yeah there's like smaller and bigger ones i think is it and like more agile ones maybe from what i could gather yeah um more importantly i get well again
1: this may have oh, been yeah. the original time for i don't know but man that grappling hook looks oh, sweet yeah
0: i don't think it was in the original and i think because a lot of people that i know who did play the original have been like oh that grappling hook looks like fun that shot in the multiplayer trailer at the very end where um, there's like a, a a pilot ejects out of a Titan and flies through the air and just like scorpion hooks someone across the map and like get over here even the other oh. one
1: earlier in the trailer where he grappling hooked swung up to the top of a, a structure and then sort of like stopped midair with like oh. what looked like stop jets on his back and just Gunned down a guy in iron sights. Yeah, it, look, it looked it fun.
0: Yeah, and it looks it. That was the one thing that I heard. Uh, one of the things I heard about Titanfall as well that was really good. It was, it was very fluid. Everything felt good. the 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 free running was fun. The getting in and out of mechs was fun. Like taking down mechs was fun and, and very fluid and and uh, smooth. And it looks like they've carried that over into this one, which is great.
1: Yeah, which is a
0: positive because I wanted to play Titanfall, but I same, couldn't. Same. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, uh, that's coming out this year as well. October 28th. So. Yeah, look, the thing that
1: is interesting about that is it's coming out super close to the other game they actually spent time talking about, mm-hmm. Battlefield 1. Which, that, yes, um, I'm excited for that as well. Like, World War 1 is... I'm not excited about World War 1. It was <laughs> horrible. Let's oh, just be clear it. there. It's not, not
0: a good thing. Not a good um, thing.
1: I just find it interesting that they're putting those
0: two games out so close to one another. It's strange, and they were so open about it before the conference yeah. as well. Like they were just like, "Yep, we're we're okay with it." It just seems like Titanfall Two gonna. They don't really care about it almost because they know Battlefield's know. gonna. W- they know Battlefield's gonna sell.
1: That game's gonna sell. sell. Um, Battlefield
0: One is riding a massive wave
1: of good buzz right now.
0: Oh yeah, and like it, it, rightly so. I I've never really played a Battlefield game in my life, but yeah, they are great that looked really good like the big thing that stuck out to me was the big behemoth vehicles the be- yeah they're like oh, they're like blimp
1: in the train. yeah like yeah oh yeah. They
0: my look fun god I, the, the, the interesting story i heard um easy allies uh the x game trailers guys were talking about um they played the demo at E3 and how like you know one of them got to pilot one of the the zeppelins the big, uh, the big zeppelins was one of the behemoth vehicles and uh it got taken down but as it was taken down it was in a capture point mode and he managed to crash it on top of the capture point where there was a whole bunch of enemy players uh (laughs) and it took most of them out and uh one of the other one of the other guys from easy allies was on the ground on foot and managed to go up there mop up everyone and capture the point back and uh but all he could see was this giant zeppelin on fire just crashing into the ground and i was like that sounds amazing. That's, that's the thing. Like Battlefield
1: has Battlefield moments like that, yep. and no matter how hard other shooters try, they never quite replicate them. No, that like it's hard. Like Battlefield does that sort of stuff so well. Like the way it just really nails the scale of combat. Like sixty-four yeah. player mayhem. Oof, that's just insane. insane. <laughs> like yeah. I still remember the olden days of multiplayer games where you were lucky to have well, yeah, like six v six. Hey, hey hey
0: are you i know forget- overwatch does it no are okay. you think for- are you forgetting mag for oh, ps3 that was 64 I'm, of the players i'm trying to forget
1: it i bought that game i have a promo copy sitting somewhere <laughs> <Are you serious? laughs> and it can stay
0: there yeah it wasn't good um i love the idea of it but yeah, the execution was terrible it cool. was ahead of its time it was the dreamcast sure, of let's FBS. let's say
1: that we'll say it was ahead of its time
0: it was the dreamcast of
1: fps i'm gonna get shot for that um you will. The yeah. drink, Dreamcast actually did some
0: things right. Yeah, well. Mag didn't. Uh, but whew, what about uh, lots of uh, dynamic destruction and weather? Like the, the destructible buildings.
1: My it's only fun. issue was like, I was just looking at it going, man, this game looks so good. It won't look that good on my PS4.
0: No, no, it, it won't. It just won't. That was definitely running on a PC at Ultra on Ooh, some yeah. sort of monster gaming rig. Even but- their
1: like, hour-long like, tournament they did afterwards was
0: all on PC. Yeah, hey, it looks really good. Well, that's the best version. You've got to show off the best version of your game. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it look, looks really good. That's coming out... Did they... I'm pretty it's sure it's November. November, isn't it? Hmm. And that was EA, pretty much. So, look, there was some good stuff there. There were oh, two good things there. There were two games that were like... They showed. <laughs> two games that were interesting. And it funnily, they put them at the start and the end of the conference. But, um, And then we, a few hours later... What was it? Six in the morning? Seven? I can't remember what time. it was. No, no, no. Bethesda, like, EA was at 6am for us. It was, us, yeah. Bethesda was like 11, 11 or something. Yep.
1: It was a reasonable time.
0: Yeah, it was. Um, We had Bethesda. So, riding the highs of last year with Fallout 4 and their their first ever foray into a press conference held at E3, um, which... Let's face it, it; was pretty fucking awesome last year. Like,
1: yeah, it was, but don't forget that it was mostly Fallout Fire. Uh, Fallout, yeah, Fallout that carried it this oh, year. You yeah. can see that they didn't have something about yeah. stature. They to tried it.
0: to shoehorn that very, very large responsibility onto Dishonored too, which it's looks a lot great. of responsibility. Yeah, it's like, but it looks that game looks great, but everyone sort of came away from that conference going, "Yeah, it looks good. It's not Fallout Four though." Like not an announcement that that's big like you know we all knew that game was coming we already knew the release date as such i'm pretty sure yeah. we knew vague release window at least window um, was coming later this year that's for
1: sure but uh it
0: started off pretty interesting didn't it
1: well yeah well but the, the it the bethesda conference actually started off with that
0: very very cool and retro yes. dos boot up i loved that i lo- that was when i was like yeah all right bethesda's bringing it again and you know, it only went downhill from there pretty much. But a, <laughs> that was really cool. So booted up with like, you know, an old DOS run screen. And I had like a list of games, which are pretty much things like uh, like the new Doom and stuff like that. And all the games that they've released and are releasing soon. There was a little Including sneaky one that was in the there. Mystery. The mystery one. Mm. That people seem to have deducted it might be the new Wolfenstein game, which makes sense
1: it was listed in sequence with the other two Wolfenstein
0: games so it does make sense and it was called uh the new Colossus and from what I've heard I haven't played the new blood uh the old blood sorry I played a bit of new the new order which see that's what's great. confusing new order and old blood, old blood like, yeah why do they have to have new and old in their titles yeah oh, damn it. yeah anyway um but apparently at the end of the old blood they referenced something about the new Colossus Uh, I I thought I read a comment somewhere on one of the forums I was reading. Um, So that's highly likely that it's going to be a new Wolfenstein game that they were sort of putting in there very obviously. Didn't show it. Didn't show it, no. They didn't show it, which was the cool thing. Like They just sort of went, yeah, you guys are going to pick up on that. And and all the other games had release dates from when they were either previously released or going to be released.
1: Oh, those ones, yeah, sorry.
0: Yeah, except for that one. That one was was, uh, (laughs) blocked out. And I was like, okay, all right, you, you're playing a the game there. We get what you're doing, Bethesda. Um, but then we launched into a trailer for... It started and I'm going, this looks familiar. And one of the characters had a very specific helmet. And I went, this is fucking Quake. This is well, Quake. I mean, it looked familiar because they
1: typed Quake in. But still... I missed really that part because I was writing notes. Oh, okay. So that yeah, was well, why I was okay. like,
0: still, I was behind the eight ball. Um, yeah, I wrote a lot of notes for this this uh, E3 year.
1: Well, to paint you a picture, Joel, what they ended up doing was when it was... So after the file was popped down, they actually used DOS commands to open Quake. They typed in... And they really... It was Q-U-A-K-E. Like, they hammered each like, key to it make out. it really clear. It's like, okay. no, it's a new Quake game. That's cool. Oh, it's great. Great. I don't know what
0: sort of game it is exactly.
1: It looks well, like a hero shooter, which worries yeah. me.
0: Yeah, it definitely looks like it. Definitely looks like a hero shooter. And, I mean, like, they'd be stupid not to do a, a hero shooter, really. It's 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 the, the flavor of the month at the moment. Thank you, Overwatch. Um, but, I mean, do you think that really suits Quake?
1: I don't know. Like, again, like, I'm not exactly... I didn't play Quake for its single player, that's for sure. No, exactly. So that's not what I'm worried about. But, I mean, if it ends up being... A hero shooter that really nails arena shooting, then that's fine. But uh, it's just gonna have the same problem I have with Doom's multiplayer, right? I don't, I don't really like set weapons in arena combat. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, that's fair enough.
1: And if it's a hero shooter, I can only imagine that each character will have weapons and abilities that they can use because that's what a hero shooter typically is.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing that I think, uh, I mean, we play we play Overwatch on PS Four, but it. From what I've heard about the experience on PC, it's a very Twitch-based game. Quake Three, especially, was was like the king of Twitch shooters. Like it spawned the Twitch shooter genre almost. That 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 style of game because it was so fast, it was so frantic. Um, so I I don't know. I guess the hero shooter format could work with that if they have interesting enough characters, um, and maybe build upon the lore that they built. In Quake, that I have no idea about, but <laughs>
1: well, it's worth mentioning. But it is also, at, like they're saying, it's PC exclusive, which is yeah. exciting if you're a Quake fan. Because as much as I love my PS4, there's no argument really that they'd have to downgrade it to to port it to console. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. But I mean, look, we'll see. Uh, QuakeCon, no really man, QuakeCon, Quake mm-hmm. con That's when they said they're going to talk about it next, which you know makes sense. It's, um, yeah, I wonder why. Then we move from uh we move from as the, the that tweet that you told me about said that we move from uh, Bethesda's oh. Overwatch to uh, Bethesda's uh, Hearthstone game. Yes, with,
1: uh, Elder Scrolls Legends. Yes. Huh?
0: Yeah. Look, I I'm I'm a sucker for a collectible card game. I and like I'm the exact I- opposite. Yeah. So see, I like the idea of playing these games. I'm just terrible at deck building. That's the only reason that puts me away from those games. Which is probably a good thing because I would have sunk so much money into fucking Hearthstone if I was better at um, building decks. But, I mean, look, they're free to play. You can always just check them out and see what they're like, which is what I'm going to do. I have no emotional resonance with the Elder Scrolls universe. I haven't even played Skyrim. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, But, I mean, I'll probably check it out. Yeah. I mean, why not? It's free. Well, look, what I will
1: say is... I mean, originally when it was first announced, I was really worried it was going to just be a quick, like Hearthstone cash-in. Yeah. But when they started showing the gameplay, it looks like they've done enough to sort of add their own unique twist to it. So that's that's good. Mm. That's good. Like I was worried that it would just be money-please. Basically. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I, I look, they're, they're going to have like single-player campaign that runs through with like cutscenes, and I think from what I heard as well, you've got the. Well, I might be getting confused with Gwent, but. Um, <laughs> yeah we'll talk about that later later that we'll get to that it's um but it's gonna have a single player campaign of of varying length so that's cool that for someone like me especially who just is terrible at playing card games against other people but yeah like i said i'll probably check it out they touched they talked about it for quite a while um but i mean there wasn't really much to talk about they sort of went around in circles with it a little bit I mean, because yeah, it's it's a card game, really. Yeah, what more can you say without getting people to play it? I think exactly. they announced... it's, those are the sort
1: of games that you can't just. It's really, it's hard to really explain them. It's more of a download it and play it yourself, and you'll like it or you won't like it. Absolutely. Did they announce a beta for that one? Oh, I don't remember honestly, man. I like. I'll be completely honest. When that came up, I sort of
0: tuned out a bit. <laughs> yeah, I was again writing notes, so um, I think. There might be a beta for that coming up. I would assume there would be a beta coming up. Because there were so many card games that had betas coming out. So I would, I would assume, uh, at the risk of making an ass out of you and me. But
1: um, hey, man, just you, man, just you. <laughs> yeah, just
0: you. Um,
1: you're you going under the bus
0: there. Yep. Uh, excellent. Uh, <laughs> next, they talked about uh, some Fallout 4 uh, DLC. Yeah, that's that's a game still, man. I it mean, is a I've game. moved on away from it. So look, I have as well. I'm 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 on the i'm on the edge about going back to it with far harbour because uh, it looks like apparently far is excellent um so i'll probably go back to it and play that um but they announced a few new packs uh, incredible machines which gave like things like elevators and lots of cool little uh fallout mousetrap yeah so, yeah fallout or, out mousetrap <laughs> or as i like to as i put it um have you ever played the game uh the incredible machine on pc
1: oh i think i made like that. back actually. in school yeah my like yeah. my computers
0: back in school had it it was fucking awesome you had to like like puzzle solving using like all these like weird contraptions you had to make your own sort of like rube goldberg oh, machine to like get a yeah. basketball to a goal or something yeah i definitely remember that actually now you yeah. mention it
1: yeah i do i do remember that game
0: yeah i oh, fucking love that game and so that was like looks well, kind of fun but then i remembered how much i hated building in fallout 4 so <laughs> it um, was not good like no, i mean it wasn't the controls
1: just didn't work, and lining stuff up was difficult and unnecessarily tedious. And Now,
0: was it just me, or did you see in the trailer for that, it looked like it had snap building? It did. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was some snap in the console versions Nas previously, three,
1: yeah. so maybe they just
0: improving that.
1: it i don't know it I just hope so. didn't work very well
0: yeah i hope so because the next uh, dlc that i talked about was uh the vault tech builder vault where you actually get to design and construct your own vault which and then i think you get to like run experiment it was it was like a, more like a it's fallout shelter it's fallout shelter would just a bit expanded like you could run experiments on like your your vault dwellers and things like that and i was like that's kind of cool um and then i must admit i got sucked into the last dlc that they talked about um I like I like theme parks and rides uh, it's like this weird sort of thing that I have um, so the the next announcement that they made for for that DLC is called Nuka World I'm pretty sure uh, it's basically um, a rundown amusement park that's been taken over by raiders and uh, I think I read afterwards as well you have the opportunity to become a raider king or queen um, I was like I'm listening <laughs> I'm it's, it's the DLC made straight for you. Yeah, pretty much. Like I, I was, I was on board. I saw that, and it like panned up, and like had like the music, and it was like a very typical Fallout trailer. And I'm like, all right, cool. And it panned up, and it said Nuka World, and I'm like, that looks like a theme park. And then like they came out and talked about it, and I was like, it is a theme park. Oh my god, I need to go there. So um, I'll probably pick that up.
1: Look, it looks fun, but like I said, like I just feel like that. I finished Fallout Four. And I've moved on. Like, it's not a game that I sit there thinking about going. Oh, maybe I could, maybe I could go back. I just feel like, even if I mean, I get that if you really enjoyed the world, the new contents a good reason to go back. Mm, absolutely. It's just
0: not for me. Yeah, look, I, I definitely like Fallout uh, more so than Elder Scrolls, which will lead us to our next point. Um, just because I like I, I like sort of like post-apocalyptic sci-fi-ish kind of things more than. Look, fantasy. I know you hate fantasy already, man. I don't hate fantasy. You I, hate fantasy. It's fine. I, it's okay. You are putting words in my mouth, sir. You, there's I'm, a loaded statement. I'm putting words in your mouth that you have said to <laughs> me. I said I'm not a big fan of fantasy. I enjoy it's some of the same thing. That the same thing. Hey, I like I like some things. I I, <laughs> I like some fantasy stuff. I played Dungeons and Dragons. I I don't mean that in like a like a like a. I've played Dungeons and Dragons before once. <laughs> I, like, I enjoy that kind of stuff. I do. Um, but it has to have something that, that hooks me. Uh, I, it, it just hasn't yet. But Fallout, I don't know. There's something about it, like, the music and the world. It was really That sort of, like, like neo-1950s decor, I I loved it. But I'll probably go back to it and check it out. But uh, from one open-world game to another, uh, in one of the many worst-kept secrets that to come out of E3 this year... Um, skyrim remaster
1: surprising no one
0: yep yep because who doesn't love money
1: it's basically like i had i know some people who would, who didn't think it would happen but skyrim remaster is just free money for bethesda absolutely i mean
0: we said it like we said it in the last podcast that it was going to happen
1: they put um, it out they it's mod ready mm-hmm. it looks better it's it gonna budget price i presume because yeah. it's a
0: remaster and it's got all the dlc it's gonna make him so much money and it's 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 mod ready for consoles as well like they have with fallout 4 yes so yes that's awesome that's really cool um and for someone like me who didn't play skyrim i was one of the like six people in the entire planet that didn't play that game um i was too busy playing saints row 3 and skyward sword um mate dark souls mate you know I got there eventually with that. Um, not Dark Souls 1, though. No. no, I didn't. Oh, uh, one day. Um, <laughs> uh, that and Persona 3, one day. Um, yeah, like, it's a good opportunity for me to go back and actually experience this game that everyone likes so much. Like, um, And I'm interested to play it. Uh, you know, and maybe a more slightly more stable build.
1: Yeah, look, um, there were some interesting things that happened on that. Because I played it on yes. PS3, obviously, because not having a PC there was some there was some interesting things some weird textures sometimes animal like i had a bear spawn underwater even though that's not where bears like it wasn't swimming it was running along the, the bottom Silly of the river.
0: bear. it
1: was confusing i walked into an area once and a dragon head was sticking out of the ground and i was like okay cool um bethesda
0: <laughs> i love that's why i love bethesda games those open world games from bethesda oh like, my god those things sort of make me laugh like as long as it's not breaking the game i'm okay with it it does happen though as well but um and the other cool thing about the skyrim remaster is if you own the pc version with all the dlc or the uh, the definitive pc version as well i think they said um you get the remaster stuff for free which it's kind of cool i mean i mean they're... i'm pretty
1: everyone on pc owns it right it's been on a steam sale no doubt oh it's just i, I own is it. this only the definitive
0: edition uh, I think so. The way it works, from what I understand, is it's the the, the the definitive edition, and if you own the base game and all the DLC, okay. So all if right. you bought if you bought the base game and then bought the DLC separately as well, I as did you not got, buy the DLC. Yeah. <laughs> so as long as you've got all that on PC, you get a free upgrade, which is good because they, they acknowledge that like those people on PC that maybe the new up, the new remaster is not going to be a big deal for them. There but are they, mods that make the game look much better than the remaster. That's for sure. Absolutely, but like, that, it's at least that they're going. All right, we get that. But you know, if you do want to check out what we've done to the game now, and made it a little, a little better in our eyes. You can check that out for free at no extra cost. Yeah, which is it's a good gesture, I guess. Yeah, it is. Um. Anyway, moving on from Skyrim. <laughs> uh, I tried to, man. It's been <laughs> years now. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll definitely check it out. But uh, we went to a, an interesting trailer, very interesting trailer that uh, was, uh again, in the midst of taking notes was sort of drew me in. Uh, we had a I've heard it being described as a, a Groundhog Day scenario. It was a, a guy waking up every day doing the same thing, um, looking in the mirror. But each day, when he looks in the mirror, he's Right eye looks a little bit more bloodshot. Uh, I I have never played
1: the other prey yeah. So I have no idea how like connected to the franchise the stuff in the trailer was. Mm. All I can say is that because of the trailer, I'm
0: interested. Yeah, definitely. So from what I've heard about, from whatever this is, what I read somewhere in like an offhand comment. So this could be completely wrong. Please write to us dialogue options at gmail If I'm wrong. Um, it's It was, like, a, a Native American who got abducted by aliens and then, like, used his Native American powers to take down the aliens. I don't know. Right. but Yeah, I don't know. Hey, it was this a weird, looks nothing like that. It was a weird <laughs> time. But, yeah, it looks nothing like that. They've sort of taken over the franchise and sort of not even rebooted it. They've just sort of...
1: Well, because it's weird because, like, about it like it must have been about a year ago we had Prey 2 in the works then Prey 2 got cancelled
0: and now we have Prey that wasn't the first time that happened I don't think either I'm pretty sure no, that's happened it's, a couple of times over the years
1: it's had, it's had it's had a bit of a bit of a history
0: yeah definitely but I mean yeah that Prey trailer looked good it was a it good trailer it definitely has my attention
1: there was some there was some very system shocky sort of first person mm. wrench in hand sort of vibes and that's interesting
0: yeah uh, it's yeah, I definitely want to keep an eye on. Uh it's been developed by Arcane Studios, the guys that are making uh Dishonored and Dishonored 2. Uh so that's good. At least they, they make good games. It's a different uh studio within Arcane, I'm so I think it's their Austin, Texas studio. Um, compared to their I don't know where they're based. <laughs> Swedish. No idea, it's man. Somewhere European they're based. Um yeah. Anyway, so it's a, it's a different studio within Arcane, but um, I know, it looks good. That's on my radar. It's on my radar. That's for sure. That last part of the trailer where like he looks in the mirror and like his reflection sort of becomes its own thing and says, "You're not gonna like what I have to tell you." And they're like, "Whoa! What? What do you have to <laughs> tell me? I want to know." So, questions. yeah, so many, many questions, questions. Which a good trailer for potentially a you know, as what is essentially a brand new IP should do. Like, that's, you know, leave you with a few questions and show you what, what could happen.
1: Yeah, you've got, to, you've got to want more, but you've got to be careful. Like, uh, a trailer that shows too much is also... This it applies to any medium. Like, if a trailer shows you too much, like, that's it's, it's a lost opportunity, really.
0: Batman versus Superman.
1: <laughs> oh, what was that? You, right.
0: <clears throat> what? Oh, uh, just, I've got a bit of a tickle in my throat. <clears> throat> yeah, well i can't talk i haven't even seen that movie anyway moving on prey looks great but moving on uh they touched on some some updates that they're doing for doom that was released this year which as you if you listen to our first episode first of all thank you uh, and second of all you would have heard me talk myself and carrie talk a lot about doom um so they're releasing some new updates for that for SnapMap, the which we didn't talk about in the episode which yeah, look,
1: I I tried Snap Map. It's a cool idea, but again, mm. on console, I wasn't sure. Yeah, like it's, it has options. It's very flexible. Someone made a weird farming game in it. Yeah, that
0: it. was bizarre. They've made people have made some weird stuff in it, which is cool. I like that, but yeah, um, I'm not very good at building stuff like that myself. No. So it's probably not going to be something I'm going to delve into. But they, announced- I tried. I tried yeah. the trophies. <laughs> You
1: did what you had to do. I looked Um, at tutorials and and I built some things, and they sucked.
0: Hey, you tried at least, Karen. It's true, I did. I tried
1: for those bronze trophies.
0: Listeners, aren't you proud of Karen? Mm, Tweet, tweet at Karen Morrison that you're proud of him. (laughs) Don't be proud of me. (laughs) Don't be proud of me. It's not (laughs) worth it. So they're they're uh, releasing some cool uh, stuff of that. Uh, Like you can now make levels that are set in hell. Finally. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, new items and weapons and props and things like that. Uh, and they're incorporating the weapon wheel into there, so you can actually use that as a part of your levels. Uh, they also add some new multiplayer modes, uh, something like Capture the Flag, classic deathmatch, so no team deathmatch, um, and uh, some uh, DLC map pack as well.
1: So but Still no, no proper
0: arena shooter. No, no. Still loadouts. Oh, well. Anyway, moving on from that to something else that we both probably don't really care all that much about either. But we'll talk about it because you guys might be. Um, Elder Scrolls Online, they talked a lot about Elder Scrolls Online. uh, Your housemates have played a little bit of it, didn't they? Yeah, They bought it. It it looks interesting. I
1: mean, as far as MMOs go, I'm not a big MMO player. The first one I actually properly played was Final Fantasy XIV this year. Um, Right. And look, Elder Scrolls Online, if you like Elder Scrolls, it looks fine. I yeah. mean, visually, I'm not a fan of its art style. No. I don't like that it's basically Skyrim Online. So that's that's just me, though. Yeah. Um, but it looks it looks fun. I mean, the trailer didn't exactly convince me with all
0: those yeah. numbers. It didn't really mean anything. Yeah, like it was. Uh, apparently, ever there, there was a big following in the crowd that fucking loved it. They were just like Meow! there was there was a lady in particular who
1: was very very oh,
0: enthusiastic about it. Super excited, but um, but. Just touching over what they talked about. Uh, it's launching in Japan on the 23rd of June. So, today. They're too busy playing Final Fantasy fourteen Just to date that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, there's a Dark Brotherhood DLC. Uh, for, yeah, that's been on
1: PC for a while. It's only just getting to console. Yeah, the console so. release
0: for that. Um, oh, and the the auto-leveling system that they've got as well. which is, Oh,
1: yeah. One uh, one Tumreal, is it? Yeah. So, yeah. It's,
0: um, it's the ability to auto-level content in the world to your player like your character so there's no like invisible wall saying you can't go there because you're not at this level yet which is cool so you can just sort of freely wander throughout the world and explore i guess i'm still not crazy about that idea no I, I again we're we're not the type of players that that's marketing to so we we can talk very little about that but i mean it sounds interesting at least they they're, they're Trying new things and, uh, yeah, trying new things, basically. They want to keep it
1: going. I, I guess we'll see. Like, I, at this point, it seems like it's here to stay. I just don't know how much longer for. Yeah. It's got a player base, don't get me wrong, but I don't know. It doesn't look like it stands out to me. No. Personally.
0: No. Uh, then Bethesda touched on VR, um, because that's the new... Hot ticket in town in the game. VR is
1: the flavor, man. It's the flavor
0: of a month. Oh or yeah, flavor
1: of a year, I guess at this point.
0: It's all it's all VR and hero shooters. Um, <laughs> when's so
1: Where's our first VR hero shooter gonna come out?
0: Uh, Quake Champions maybe. Oh it's god, bad. Bethesda did say they are working on some VR titles. Uh, they had at their little event that was taking place after the conference. Um, they had uh, uh, like an interactive tour of th- through Hell in Doom. Uh, in VR, which sounded really cool, uh, and they also announced that Fallout Four is coming to VR uh, for the HTC Vive in twenty seventeen sometime.
1: Someone's gonna die yep. playing Fallout Four in VR. Yep. It's gonna happen.
0: I I've read the book Ready Player One, and <sighs> it's this is how it starts. Um, yeah, on can so, Online,
1: we're, we're we're coming straight for you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it's. I mean, for of all the games that have been announced, like the like. Actual games, not sort of tech demoy games for for VR that have been announced. I mean, Fallout Four seems like a pretty good immersive because it's a type of world you you would want to immerse yourself in, um, especially if you were really into that game. So I don't know we'll see how it happens. Yeah, had,
1: when when VR becomes affordable, for yeah, me, exactly.
0: Definitely look into it. They they had a demo of that running at their little event as well. So um, and then to wrap up uh, Bethesda's conference, they talked about Dishonored Two. Now, I they
1: talked about Dishonored two in a very weird and staggered way. Yeah, it like, was weird. Five minutes of gameplay, a couple of minutes of talking, some more gameplay, more talking. It was it just I didn't
0: like it. I didn't you like know how what it was. It. it was the same format that they presented Fallout Four in, but Fallout Four is a completely different game in terms of like genre of game. It's not like Dishonored is very from what I've... I've only played, like, half of the first one. I really need to finish the first one because I, I liked it. It um, was good
1: from what I played. I just... Because I played a stealth, mm. kind like, sort of style. I didn't feel like... I, I played stealth. My friend played lethal. And every time I looked at
0: your screen, I was a little bit jealous. Right. I uh, Look, I liked what I played of it, so I, I want to go back to it. But it's... um. It's a different game. It's a very like linear driven narrative experience compared to. I mean, it's Fallout it's definitely li-
1: linear in ways, but it plops you in an, an
0: area. Yeah, and you can basically choose how you go about your mission. But it's on a different scale than what Fallout Four was. So, so oh yeah, I, definitely, you know, definitely different. It's not like with Fallout Four, with the demo of that, you could go, you can go here and do this, you can go here and do that. With this, it's like oh, you can kill this person this way or this way, which is it's good to see how that works. Um, it's look. They did talk a lot about it, so it looks good.
1: Look, it looks fun. The important thing is that Emily is a playable character, and she looks freaking awesome. Oh yeah, she looks as opposed to Corvo, who I don't care about at all, really. Okay. Uh,
0: but he's still there. You can still play as him. You can still play as him, but who's not playing as Emily? She looks amazing. Yeah. I like the fact that you can play through as either character. You can play through the whole campaign as either character, can't you?
1: Yeah, it seems to be what they were saying. I'm not sure yeah. if that
0: means like branching
1: storylines or just they each have their own point of views for the missions, and they're gonna stay the same. I don't
0: know. Yeah, well, look, uh, that's it. at least it's you know ambitious enough that it sounds manageable. It's interesting. Yeah, uh, it's running a new engine, the Void Engine. So it's like the dynamic weather effects, uh, and the the dynamic weather affects the gameplay as well. So they, I think they showed was it a sandstorm yes I mean, yeah it was it was like a sandstorm or like a blizzard or something like that i'm pretty sure it was a sandstorm that came through and sort of gave you different options and how to play through the level which was really cool um there was also that weird like back and forward in time yeah had as well yeah it was they showed off a mission it was called cracking the slab um which you had like a like a device that you could you weren't allowed to use... In this mission, you weren't allowed to use your supernatural powers that your characters have. So... But what you could do is you had this device that you could go back in time to when this... It was a mansion. When this mansion was in its heyday and you use that as a way to get around enemies and, like, plot your way through the, the level. It was almost like a portal, like, kind of vibe I got from it. Yeah, well, basically because you look at it and you can sort of
1: trigger it to go into that time and then you pull it back up if you want to go back and you can... Use it to get around guards and through specific obstacles and stuff. It seems interesting mm. and weird. I can't wait to see how they explain that in-game.
0: Yeah, that's... Yeah, it will be interesting to see how much they, they, they incorporate that into the lore.
1: Although, like, this is a game where you can summon a cloud of rats to devour your enemies, so <laughs> anything can happen. Well, it's not rats in this one, it's...
0: I'm pretty sure I said Corvo had rats still. I, I think, think, yeah, there's less rats, though, I think. Emily, Emily has something else. She has something else that was kind of cool. And nightmarish. Um, Oh, she can like turn into like smoke, and like. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was in the trailer. Yeah, that was Duh. really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like smoke monster kind of vibe. Um, it's coming out the 11th of the 11th this year. Uh, it has a collector's edition again. They were trying. They were really trying to go for that Fallout 4 announcement. Uh, from their last conference. Uh, by like you know, hyping up this uh, collector's edition they've got for for Dishonored 2. Which comes with a a life size Corvo mask and Emily's ring, and a bunch of digital content and whatnot as well.
1: I have no room for physical collecting,
0: yeah, like things anymore. I'm just running out of space. They have to be something that I'm really attached to for me to want to buy And I'm like, look, I'm sure if you're really attached to the Dishonored series, you should probably get one because it looks really cool. It does look cool. Um, and if you pre-order the game, either the collector's edition, or if you pre-order the game digitally, you get a you get the uh, the Definitive, the, the definitive edition yeah, the definitive edition of the original Dishonored um, to play it's through very,
1: very cool like yeah. it's a good chance if you didn't play the first one it's a good chance to jump in
0: I really Absolutely. like that idea it's, it's a great idea Dark um, well, Souls 3 did it not in the same way there's another game at this E3 that did it as well but we'll get to that eventually um, in Ubisoft's conference but that was the end of Bethesda moving right along we had one of the big titans in the industry next. Um, not the one that we were interested in all that much, but still nonetheless we watched it. Um, and it was it was good. It was a good show. At this point the, the conferences got I feel like the conferences overall over E three got better as they went along. I mean anything was a step up from EA, but they yeah, got better EA, as they went along.
1: EA on. really
0: set the bar pretty low. Oh, yeah. As far as I was concerned. Um so Microsoft. Straight at the gate. Uh, with the, their slim version of their console, of the Xbox One, the Xbox One S, so, it, you know, it's, it's a bit smaller, it's got a big hard drive, it's capable of 4K video, not gaming, video, um, but I mean, it's $299 US, that's a pretty solid price point, um, yeah, and it's going back to white as well. Yeah, white consoles again, which is good. Uh, good for them. And it's out at the end of this year. That's yeah, pretty much, pretty much it about the Xbox S, uh, Xbox One S.
1: The thing that's interesting about Microsoft's conference is mm. how they started and ended it. Hmm. Yeah. But we'll get to the ending later. Cause yes. Well, it kind of defeats the purpose of the start. But whatever. I'm not Microsoft. They might have a grand
0: scheme, but they're uh, orchestrating. Just flooding the market. Anyway. <laughs> um, so many options. Um, Gears 4. Gears of War 4 was next. Uh, that they came out. The first game they showed was Gears of War 4. Um, I've not played any of the series, so... I played a little bit of *Gears of War*
1: three, I think, but mm-hmm. one where it had some some scenes that were trying to be really serious. Was but it the, I couldn't... the *Mad World* trailer one? Uh, well, the *Mad World* trailer was for *Gears of War*, but this is there's a scene in *Gears of War* three in particular. Right, I think it's with Dom, that tries to be really serious, and because they're fridge people, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't buy into it. But
0: voiced by Bender.
1: Yeah, but yeah, Bender, God, I can't. unhear Bender, either.
0: <laughs> Um
1: But. Gears of War 4 immediately the characters look better. They look yeah. like people. They look normal,
0: like normal people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: and the, the demo they showed actually seemed very set PC, very uncharted in nature. It did have
0: a very uncharted vibe for it, which
1: is interesting.
0: It seems a lot slower. Like I have, like I said, I haven't played much of Gears of War, but it seems well,
1: Gears, Gears is very much get behind cover,
0: yeah, and shoot, and then move up through cover, yeah, shoot. Oh, they had destructible cover this time though, so that That's true. that technique's probably not going to play out. Just staying behind the one cover and uh, taking out as many people as you can from that. You have to keep moving, which is, I guess, kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm a little bit unqualified to talk about in terms of where it sits in the uh, gears of all universe.
1: Well, don't forget that Marcus Phoenix is back and he's got a beard
0: now. He well. does. He's old man Phoenix. Old man Bender. Mm, old man Bender. Um. So yeah, uh, they also went on to announce that uh, like they, Microsoft's doing a cross-buy sort of uh, scheme.
1: I think they called it Play Anywhere, didn't they? Play like... Anywhere, yeah. I think you're right.
0: Yeah. Um, so you can you buy a game for Xbox One, you can play it on PC, and vice versa. So I, that's kind of cool. I mean, the it's the, cool. It's questionable. It is questionable. I mean, PlayStation have been doing it for quite a while now. But that's because that's between consoles within their family. Yeah,
1: it's between PS4 and Vita, and sometimes PS3. It's not between Xbox and PC, like a, essentially a whole separate, yeah, like, architecture. They're you two can, different you can beasts. Opt into.
0: Yeah, um, which raises the question: Why buy an Xbox?
1: Yeah, that's what some people were very rightly wondering after Xbox's yeah. conference,
0: especially the end as well. You know, that yes. coming back to that, but. Uh, they then went on to Killer Instinct, announced that General Ram from Gears of War... Gears of War? Yes? No idea, man. Yeah, a General Ram from Gears of War, I'm pretty sure. We're making ourselves sound really bad right now. We're like, I don't know. It's well, probably going to happen we're a little bit through this whole we're conference not gonna, part. We're not going to touch much on it, Microsoft. No, really. they said that General Ram's a playable character. It's coming. Killer Instinct on Xbox One has got some cool characters in it. I'll it give does. It that. The Killer Instinct characters... There's Battletoad in there? Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, and Arbiter from Halo Two was in there as well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I've seen that again, that's lost on me. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm such a scrub. Uh, they went on to talk about Forza Horizon Three, which is relevant to us. Not only it's set, beca- set in Australia. It's Straya. Forza Australia Edition. <laughs> um. There were kangaroos in that trailer, man. Fucking hook them hook around in your VR Commodore.
1: Although, looking at the map, I didn't realise Australia was so <laughs> yeah. misshapen and deformed. That was weird.
0: That map is really funny. If you if you haven't seen it, go and search for the Forza Horizon 3 uh, Australia map.
1: We'll, we'll attach it when we upload. This. Yes,
0: it's, yeah, we'll do that. It's interesting. It's, oh, boy. That is, yeah. You'll never
1: see Australia the same way again.
0: No, because apparently the people who designed this game have never seen Australia.
1: <laughs> I mean... I understand, but it's, like, like the, the, the Forza Horizon games are open world, aren't they?
0: Yeah, Forza Horizon. So, it's, like, it's, the one I played, I played a little bit of the first one on Xbox 360, and it was, like, based around this, like, festival of, like, music and cars and stuff, and you'd drive around, and then yeah. you'd see an event, and you'd drive up to it, and, yeah.
1: So, so for that reason alone, I can understand, because you don't want to just set your open world racing game in, like, Victoria, for example. No, no, exactly. You wanna have some, some varied environments, but it's just funny as an Australian really to look at the map and go,
0: Huh. Yeah, that's different. I don't remember that. But I mean, you know, the opportunity to do a hundred K hooking around the Great Ocean Road.
1: Which no one recommends doing No, God no. I don't, don't fifteen
0: do kilometers at most is if just, that. <laughs> <yeah>. Just walk. <laughs> yeah. Or just don't go there just, just ca- don't go. catch a bus and close your eyes
1: look up a YouTube video yeah play yeah. Forza
0: Horizon or play Forza Horizon yeah um, I, I, of the two of us I'm definitely the racing guy I, I like my racing games but I don't have an Xbox 360 uh, Xbox 360 an Xbox One uh, if I did I'd definitely be picking this game up just because what I played of the the first Forza Horizon on, on uh, Xbox 360 I really enjoyed um, so I mean it's cool it's coming out September 27th coming out this year uh Recall. Their next game they announced or talked about was Recall. Now there was a lot of hype uh, around this game.
1: I mean I'm not sure you want to say hype.
0: Well there was a lot of interest probably would be. There more were names
1: attached that made certain people excited, namely me. Yes, yes. Like when you attach the name K G Idefune from Mega Man on there and Armature, I believe, is the studio, which is made up so. of the X retro Studios guys yes. who made the near-perfect Metro Prime 1 <laughs> for the GameCube. Like, you certainly get my attention. Mm-hmm. But the gameplay trailer didn't do much for me. It looked okay. It didn't look bad. It was just... It was a little bit just... Meh. I feel like it... Yeah, like, nothing about it really popped. And not every game has to. No. But, like, the idea of having the different robots is interesting. But mechanically, like, I don't think they did a very good job of showing me why I should care. I don't know. I just got a bit of a knack vibe from it. Knack. <laughs> we don't talk about knack. Yeah. I actually heard someone compare how it plays sort of to Jet Force Gemini, which is interesting as well. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I still am looking forward to it, but it, I don't know. The trailer wasn't exactly what I expected when I saw it.
0: No, no. I don't know was, what I expected, but it was weird. It you know, they they introduced the characters and they popped up and yeah it was it was okay you know I like I, I, again it's not gonna make me rush out and go I need an Xbox one for this game yeah exactly so it, yeah Ugh. I'm just looking at what's next on this list um, you
1: don't know my pain man
0: oh I, 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 I I'm, I'm like you know I've got like pains for you I'm, I'm feeling them for you <sighs> Final Fantasy 15 stage demo whew
1: So, yeah, they showed off the... I think it was the Titan. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, The demo didn't go very well.
0: No, it did not.
1: It was sort of... The guy either wasn't very good at it, or the game was not responding properly, because, yeah, he was not... Not exactly winning the fight. No. And from what I've heard from people who were on the show floor I actually played the demo, it's apparently a pretty easy fight and hard to mess up, so I don't know what was going on. but no. final fantasy 15 didn't exactly come out of it looking good that's for sure no it did not it not good for a game that's been in development for like 10 years and it's coming out in a few months and had a name change in the process
0: yeah well went from being
1: a spin-off to being a numbered entry in the series
0: yeah so uh that was that was a bit awkward to watch um I mean,
1: it was balanced out. They also revealed this was outside of an Xbox conference. This is mm. this is the saving grace of Fifteen. They revealed the weight battle system, where you can actually freeze time mid-battle to choose targets for magic and attacks and stuff like that, and that looks cool. Mm. It's just a shame that this demo will get more attention because it was in a press conference and it
0: didn't go well. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a real bummer. It's a real bummer.
1: Fifteen doesn't need bad press at this point
0: because no, that game already needs to. Oh, it needs to make so much money to justify ten years of development. Absolutely. It's uh, I mean, I guess we'll see. It's only a few months out now. Oh, we'll see. I'm worried, I'm scared. <laughs> yes. Uh then they move on to the division. Uh the first major DLC for it, which is the Underground. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, that's that's its name, yeah. Yep.
0: Uh so the Underground is uh it's DLC, the the DLC is an Xbox One exclusive for a month shady i don't like that back backdoor back door shady deals <laughs> um so
1: many. it feels it feels weird to me again i i get exclusive dlc i do like back in the days of battlefield being with sony and activision being with uh microsoft where they would get dlc early yeah uh, i still don't like it though when people are paying for the season pass and yet this one platform Gets it a whole month early because yeah. Microsoft got in bed with Ubisoft. Like it feels shady. It does. It feels really, really shady. Um,
0: but luckily for us, we didn't play that game.
1: No, I actually, I was, I when it came out, I was so close. Yeah, me I too. I was like, I maybe was I should just buy it. Going to get it, but I didn't. And now I'm at this point. I'm like, okay, I, I don't have, I don't play it now. I'm, I'm in the clear. Mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, the stuff they're adding, the, the next, uh. So, that, that DLC of The Underground is coming out on the 28th of June, so end of this week. Um, I'm dating this podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the, the one they announced after that, oh, no, that was at the Ubisoft conference, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure Yeah, I about you're getting ahead of yourself, man. I am. I am. So my brain's frazzled. So much information. Uh, shortly after the Division DLC, they spoke about uh, EA Access members receiving access to Battlefield 1 a week before its release on October 13th. Uh, I think was the date. So yeah, if you're an Xbox, if you've got an Xbox or PC and you have an EA access account, g- first of all, congratulations. <laughs> um, it
1: it always strikes me as an interesting choice to give people like access to the game a week before it comes out. Yeah,
0: especially because like Mirror's Edge came out a week before, and not even press were allowed to talk about it because they, they they had a review embargo still. When it was yeah, in EA Access. Review, review
1: embargoes are all strange to me, it's honestly.
0: It's weird. So, I mean... I, I get
1: why they exist, but when you get stuff like EA Access and yeah. games that come out early in one region but not in the other, it's just a mess.
0: Yeah, it's... Oh well, oh, well. But, I mean, look, if you're an EA Access member and you're interested in Battlefield 1, you are in luck. So, lucky you. Uh, they then went on to talk a lot of stuff about, you know, what's happening with Xbox Live. So they're adding uh, music and playlists. that are able to run in the background, much like PlayStation already does with Spotify. Not shit talking. Not shit talking. Just <laughs> it's a cool feature. It's a, it's a great feature, and it's uh, you know, um, it's good that they're finally getting it. It's yeah, awesome. Uh, oh, language options. So, auto, not not auto syncing your your console to the region you are in currently. Is it? I think you can set it to. Say you, you live in Australia and you speak you know Japanese, you can set your console to be in Japanese, that's what I think.
1: Brendan, I mean, Joel, Joel people, people who speak Japanese don't own Xboxes. It's not <laughs> an issue.
0: <laughs> that was a poor example, I apologise. Um, uh, uh, Cortana integration. Uh, so they announced that they've got Xbox clubs, so kind of like communities are with PS4 or the Miiverse, I thought was a good comparison between those two cool feature yep very good feature uh they've got an lfg section as well so you know you can put up say you know trying to i think that the example they put up was like you know looking for someone to help me get this final achievement in minecraft and you can put specifications of like you know competitive what all different kinds of specifications of what you're looking for in a player and people can just go oh i feel like playing minecraft i'll go check out what the people who are looking for for minecraft stuff at the moment Okay, um, that's probably the thing I'm most jealous of, to be honest. Yeah, that's a really cool idea for, you know, I mean, imagine if we had that option for like Overwatch, we just go, oh, you know, we talk to our friends and go, oh, we're they're all busy, but I've got like three hours to kill. I want to play some Overwatch. I just chuck up and go, hey, does anyone want to play? Jump on party chat, add me, whatever. Like, that's kind of cool. I, I, that yeah, like you said, I think it's definitely something that. What could- Considering that fans mind. actually went so far for like for Destiny in
1: particular, because that obviously doesn't allow matchmaking for yeah. raids and all that, like fans made LFG stuff mm-hmm. for that game, and it's kind of cool that Xbox is going to incorporate that sort of stuff into the system. That's that's a great idea.
0: Yes, yeah. Uh, so I'm, um, you know, some cool stuff is happening with Xbox Live. So uh, if you got an Xbox One,
1: uh, you got something to look forward to with that. Oh, look, Microsoft. On the 360 they they dominated like they online yeah like and it seems like they're finally starting to get back some momentum with the Xbox one as well after what was a really shaky start
0: yeah well I mean they revolutionized the revolutionized probably a bit <laughs> too big a word but like they they definitely popularized the the console like marketplaces sort look um, yeah
1: like you paid for their online 360 and it was great
0: yep exactly so you got you got exactly what you paid for it was a good experience um oh God, I just saw what was next.
1: They talked about Minecraft. Oh. it's okay joel we can we can discuss it. we can talk about how they showed why they showed because it's because Microsoft paid a lot of money for that well, I yeah, man, I get that but they, well, they talked about it for so fucking long, like I know ugh. the one positive takeaway is that realms are coming, yes, finally, that's the one thing that made me go, oh maybe i can play minecraft again because the biggest flaw on console minecraft is that if you want to play minecraft the person who has the world on their console has to be online otherwise you can't join realms gets rid of that issue yep so it's like a personal that's actually again it's it's a
0: cool feature it's a personal server for your your own minecraft world yeah. yeah
1: so basically even if you're not online people can still access it yep it costs i think Five dollars a month Or something like yeah, that I don't remember it's, it,
0: it's not much if you're, if you're an avid Minecraft player And you're playing it Constantly especially yeah. like it's Low price for yeah, Good features You're going to get A lot of use out of it Which is great Um, so talked about it Too long Yeah And, and poor uh, John Carmack John Carmack oh, Just oh. hanging out At the back Going like hey awesome. I'm uh, playing uh, Minecraft in VR Up here And then they just Didn't address just him again Didn't
1: go back to him And he was like uh, oh, Okay was John weird. Thank you John yeah. Bye John
0: Yeah <laughs> Um uh, they then went on to talk about uh, Inside Which is the new game from the devs of Limbo um, Looks like Limbo, man Looks like Limbo of Colour Looks like Limbo with Colour Which is not a bad thing Not a bad thing Limbo's a good game um, And speaking of Limbo uh, so, so Inside's coming out on 29th of June um, I think it's coming out on PC as well Same time probably um it would make sense given the direction a lot of their a lot of their releases were because of this play anywhere scheme they were like you know available on xbox one and windows 10 so that was kind of cool but apart from that coming out on 29th limbo is free it was free for a week on xbox live but uh xbox one but i believe they have extended that slightly I can't even keep track anymore, man.
1: I feel like I've got Limbo on every platform. Oh, yeah. like if, if you
0: don't own Limbo by now, then like, <laughs> there's something wrong with you. Um, You've probably gotten it for free anyway. Check your email. I'll yeah, exactly. Someone's probably sent you a copy. Search though. Limbo. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's cool. If you don't have the game, go and get it. Go and get it. Um, they then uh, put up a uh, list. Or oh, They talked a little bit about... Uh, a lot of independent games that are coming or indie games that are coming to Xbox One. Um, so things like Below, Slime Rancher, um, and Stardew Valley, which that's cool because we all know that's coming to all the consoles now. Uh, it's coming to PS4, uh, the Wii U as well, which is cool. Um, I know my wife's going to be very, very excited about that. Uh, Stardew Valley is a cool game. Like Yeah, I definitely can- want to play it. So... This will be a good opportunity for me to jump into it. Definitely.
1: Well, like it's. I assume that it will have the multiplayer stuff. I hope the co-op the stuff. Launch. Yeah. yeah I, if they, I really if we
0: do, it'll be a day one purchase for me because it'll be something I can play with with my wife. Um, now, this next game, I got. I this trailer really amazed me. I I hadn't really heard about this game before. Um, they showed a, it was like a gameplay trailer demo. Uh, of a game called We Happy Few which looked like it looked like a BioShock set in the 1960s with oh my god it was it looked awesome it was the the first sort of game reveal of E3 this year that I was like whoa what is this this looks amazing like you know Prey I sort of had that with a little bit but this one really hooked me um it showed like a guy sort of sitting at his desk, not really happy with what's going on, and someone coming in going, Oh, are you sure you're going to come to such and such's birthday party this afternoon? And don't forget to take your happy pills, or your joy pills, I think it is. And then he decides to not take the joy pills, and he, the world starts to fall apart around him, and everything doesn't look so bright and rose-coloured anymore. And then he goes into this birthday party, and oh, I don't want to spoil Go and watch the trailer. Go and look up the E3 demo for We Happy View. I like I'm gonna I was not gonna gush about it a little bit longer. Um it looks good. Um the the reason I heard
1: of it is because is because Jim Sterling, I'm pretty sure is doing voice work for it. Oh, excellent.
0: Fantastic. He's got a good voice. Yeah. But I mean nineteen sixties Bioshock essentially, and if that's the case then sign me the fuck up. Um I will I will definitely play it It's it's coming out I think in the next couple of weeks on like Xbox, yeah, Xbox early, early access, access. yeah. yeah.
1: Essentially is what that is. It's got a different name, but it's early access, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, The next one, back on the uh, collectible card game theme, uh, CD Projekt Red were there talking about Gwent. Gwent is getting a standalone release. And not only a standalone release, uh, in typical CD Projekt Red fashion, they are doing it in just their own special way where they're like you know people wanted this you know standalone gwent game so let's give it to them let's also give them a 10-hour single-player campaign to go with it like you know campaigns they said those guys are crazy fucking mental but it's i love it it's great they're good they are good at what they do they are they they listen to what their fans want and you know they're giving in this free-to-play card game that's that was you know featured heavily in uh in the witcher 3 um it's coming to PC and Xbox One as a standalone single-player and multiplayer experience. Um, the question is will I finally understand how to play Gwent? Yeah, look, I played from what I played of The Witcher 3 I wanted to get into Gwent but I was very confused so if there's a good tutorial system, which surely there will be, um, with this standalone release, I'll definitely, definitely have a look at it. Fingers um, crossed.
1: Fingers crossed. Yeah,
0: and I'm pretty sure it's going to be free to play as well. Um, which, I mean, as a collectible card game you pu- you, the free to play model is definitely works because you know you're essentially buying booster packs so that works quite oh well oh
1: boy sell those packs
0: oh yeah make that microtransactions but those are microtransactions that I feel like it work because like if you were to collect those cards in real life you would be buying booster packs on booster packs on booster packs um, actually I did just read before though before we started recording this that the way that they're handling rare cards in booster packs is interesting so you don't get a whole lot of double ups what happens is when you get a booster pack you open it you get a whole bunch of random cards, like your normal pleb cards or whatever. Um, and then you get a choice between three rare cards. So they'll pop up on the screen and they'll go, this card, this card, and this card. This is what they look like. This is what they are. This is how they work. And you pick one of them and add that one to your deck. The other two get discarded. So you actually have control over what rare cards you're getting from your from your booster packs, which I think is awesome. That's a really it's a cool, cool idea. idea. It's a cool idea for sure. Mm. Uh, so yeah Gwent Look out for that there's a, there's a beta coming I think I think September Might be a bit earlier um, There is a beta coming for that That's uh, You can sign up And hopefully get Invited to the beta For Gwent So I know Definitely there's a lot of people That are very excited for that One of yeah, our friends wow. Is very excited for that I'm gonna I'm, I'm fairly certain <laughs> um, But yeah Oh man Card
1: games man I just can't
0: <laughs> Yeah look It's fair enough They're not for everyone But I mean I mean, they they are for for me as a player. I like them, but I'm just really bad at them. Um, speaking of things I'm really bad at, <laughs> the next game that they talked about was they showed a trailer for Tekken Seven. Um, it it's a thing. It exists. Akuma from Street Fighter is going to be in it.
1: It has Akuma from Street Fighter in it, but Street Fighter Five does never Akuma from Street Fighter in it, <laughs> Street Fighter in it. I don't know, man. Ugh. It from what I heard, it looks fun. Yeah. Um, I, I again when it came down to the, to the fighting game segmentation I was never Tekken I was never Mortal Kombat I was Street Fighter
0: hell yeah Street Fighter
1: so I've played a bit of Tekken I don't know much about it it looks good and mm. it's good to see it's still out there because you know you never want it to just be Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat there's always going to be oh. more and Soul Calibur's currently nowhere to be seen so well yeah I, it's, it's interesting
0: it's uh, yeah it does it, it looks okay I, it, it, like it's not for me like you said, like like we went or, or or collectible card games with you. It's it's not for me. I've got I've got fighting games that I like. I play Smash Brothers. That's that's my fighting games thing. I, t- I tool around with Street Fighter every now and then, you know. Um, but apart from that, like you know, that's that's my fighting game expertise. So I mean, look, if you're excited for Tekken Seven, awesome. All power to you. Love it. Love your work. <laughs> uh, Tekken Seven was followed by a trailer. Dead rising four. Dead rising four. So I, I would have been exciting if it hadn't have leaked earlier. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, but, like I I kind of feel sorry for Microsoft. Because um, I mean even like moments before the actual conference, like the entire list of announcements leaked on Twitter. Yeah. I didn't look at it, but it was those guys at NerdLeaks, man. Oh. Leaking. Yes. And it sucks. Like yes. it's a bummer. I mean, I know it's just a press conference, but there's a certain spectacle that comes from watching News things live and taking in the announcements of everyone else, Absolutely. and the league's kind
0: of ruin that a bit. And like, 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 much like we did as well. Like, people get together or they they talk to each other online while they're watching them. It's it's an event. Everyone, yeah, exactly. everyone gets together and and watches these things. It's awesome. So yeah, to have that sort of ruined, it's you know, it's a bummer. It's a bit a bit shitty, but um, but Dead Rising four so, is cool. Set yeah. at Christmas time. Frank, Frank West is, is
1: back. back. Yeah. yeah.
0: Apparently addicted more, to Twitter now. Um, more
1: zombies back in the mall, I guess.
0: Yeah, it looks like it's going to be back in the mall, um, especially if it's set around Christmas. That would make sense. Yeah, that's true. Actually, I didn't um, think of
1: that until this exact second. Yeah. Oh,
0: so I, I definitely think it's going to have a, a, a mall setting of maybe like a, a the mall might be the prominent feature. I, I read, I heard someone say somewhere that it might be like the mall is like the hub, and then you go out and explore oh, from there. Be interesting. I was like, that sounds like cool. Um, Interesting note, it said. Didn't say exclusive to Xbox One and Windows Ten. It said coming first on Xbox One.
1: I think I heard at least rumors that the
0: exclusivity
1: window is a year. Yeah, I
0: think that seems to be the the, the present rumor that's going around. Um, but yeah, it, it's a thing. It was a good trailer. Uh, Scalebound, Platinum Games. Speaking of Final Fantasy XV mm. and bad demos, look. I, again, I was taking notes while it was a long demo. Scalebound was a long demo; they went on for quite a while. Um, it's because the boss fight they did in co-op kind of went on for a long while. Yeah, and, and like I was taking notes, so every time I glanced up, I was like, "This looks awesome." It, you know, Platinum Games, and then I was back to Brighty notes. Um, but yeah, when I rewatched it again, I was like, "Okay, this is
1: the shine's seemed- come off." It seems to have the same issues that TMNT has that just came out mm. from Platinum Games, wherein, because it's co op, the bosses have to have more health, and because of that, you just kind of feel like your attacks aren't doing anything, which is strange because that's usually the exact opposite of how Platinum Games games actually work. Yeah. Like, normally, you've, every attack you do is amazing. And you fling enemies all over the place But you just It's hard to do that In a co-op sort of game Maybe the single player is better I don't know I didn't actually I don't know if they showed any At E3 this year No like that, first, that trailer from last year Still looks good Yeah It does It looks really cool The co-op stuff do, It isn't selling it to me honestly Yeah That's, Which is a shame I mean Cool idea But I just don't know If it really works For the sort of action game That Platinum
0: make Really Yeah Yeah Absolutely But I'm really excited about this next game Oh, my God. Sea of Thieves. Uh, Rare's new title. Um,
1: they let Rare make something. They
0: let Rare make something, and boy, did they make something. This game looks fantastic. Like, it's it's a pirate MMO, basically. You, you get together with your friends. You pilot a ship out into the seven seas, and you have epic combat like sea warfare with other players in ships and you can be in the ship when it's sinking oh, as well yeah. there's like people can get horrible. left behind someone in the trailer cause it, the trailer was basically they had like a whole bunch of people who were like beta testing the game and they were recording themselves while they played it uh in groups uh and then they let them loose together and it was just all their experiences and the stuff that they did in this world and it looked fucking cool like getting to hang out with your friends and be pirates and like raid other ships and uh, there's one point where my favorite part of the trailer where um a guy fell overboard and they left him behind because they were in the middle of a combat and so like on 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 the seas and they just left him behind it was pretty hilarious to hear (laughs) him calling out he's like desperately guys come back i'm in the water and uh so that was really cool um it looks fun like i'm actually i'm actually a bit jealous of that game yeah very much so um this now we were saying before about games that don't make me want to buy an Xbox One, like it didn't make me want to buy an Xbox One. This could convince me to get an Xbox One, like the, the amount of fun we've been having with Overwatch, having that in like like a, an evolving world that seemed quite because it it, it it is an MMO, but by all means, or by the looks of it, but I mean it looked really accessible as well that's what going yeah, to be taking
1: it. some some notes from the destiny yeah definitely right, doing things
0: definitely so um i mean yeah it looks really good definitely keep an eye on that one especially if you own an xbox one or or a gaming pc as well um because it's coming to windows 10 i'm pretty sure as well uh so that's that's awesome like anyway moving right along uh they next showed a trailer for state of decay 2 now i played the first state of decay uh didn't play all of it i played a little bit of it on pc i really enjoyed it i, I liked what it did it was sort of like a a more arcadey version of what i'd played or seen of day um which is cool like it was a little bit more accessible had more of a single player uh, focus on it as well um and this one looks like it's more of that which is not a bad thing. I think it looks good. Yeah, I never
1: played Save the Decay. It it looked interesting. It just came at a time where zombies were everywhere, so I don't know. And zombies are still here everywhere again. So it's like okay, zombies were I definitely a,
0: a very much a prominent feature of this year's E three. Um, yes,
1: strangely enough, because I thought we were moving past the zombies. Yeah,
0: no, zombies are still here. We're back on back on them. We're back on them. But uh. Then they the last game that Microsoft showed at their conference was uh, Halo Wars Two, a game that uh, I don't know did did anyone want Halo Wars Two? I mean, Halo Halo Wars itself was
1: interesting, but the problem was it was on a console. Yeah, that's That's the biggest issue. And the best thing about this announcement is this one I suspect will be on PC because of their strategy anywhere. Yeah, so that'll be good. Like it's gonna be an RTS. RTS mm, well, I mean I know There's been a lot Of RTSs recently But I'm still excited Like RTSs are cool
0: See I'm not a am not a big RTS fan I, I'd like to be Better at them I'm just I'm fucking Terrible at them So like It's it's not my jam um, But you know There obviously Are a lot of people That do like that There are obviously a lot of people That like Halo as well So mashing those two Together seems like A pretty cool thing But yeah like you said The first one was A console game And RTS games Just don't work
1: I, it just it, like tr- I tried my hand at
0: it, and it was kind of weird. Yeah, trying to it just doesn't it didn't work with me. it worked for me honestly. Yeah, which is it was a real shame. Uh, and then Microsoft wrapped up their conference by announcing another console.
1: <sighs> I still to this like I get, the, I mean I'm not sure if they had this planned because they thought that Sony was bringing their new console. Surely. And Sony was just like, we're not bringing our console. And then Microsoft were like, well, we have to do it. We've committed. Yep. It just it felt weird starting the conference with, hey, here's a slim version of our console, then talking about their Play Anywhere strategy so you could play on Xbox or PC, and then ending it by going, by the way, we have another Xbox coming out. It's like, wait, hang on, wait. Which one do I buy? Yeah. Is it all of them
0: or is it none of them? It was weird because... I don't know, like, it was suspect that when they announced the Xbox One Slim at the start, and they were like, $299 US, it's like, that's, that's cheap, that's pretty cheap, that's how much you were selling the Xbox One for about a month ago, like, why is your new one, like, it was a little bit cheaper even, I think, but, it's weird, like, I, I don't know how, but, and then suddenly it all made sense, this massive new console that's, you know, has a name and some really cool graphics and a whole bunch of people talking about it going it's going to revolutionize all this other stuff
1: but it just leaves me feeling confused does this mean that the P, like the neo is going to be like this as well like since now that sony has confirmed it exists yeah like i i don't know i don't want i don't think i want this sort of cycle for consoles no no consoles aren't mobile phones man they're not mobile phones no <laughs>
0: and that's the thing they're the reason why the mobile phone system works is because we have contracts and we go on contracts and we don't pay for the phone outright most exactly. of the time. Exactly. So you get the phone and you pay it off essentially with your phone bill. Um, you can't do that with a console. Like, so um,
1: maybe they're gonna pioneer the winning method. But at this point, even at, this isn't Microsoft. Only this is also to the Neo. Yeah. I'm just not. I just. Don't, I'm not sold. Again, especially because I don't have a 4K TV, and I don't see myself getting a 4K TV. Anytime soon,
0: yep. But I mean, you know, it's got a better GPU. It can handle four K gaming. So not only video, it can handle four K gaming. Um, six teraflops, Kyron Six teraflops of computing capability. It's a lot of teraflops. What's man, a teraflop? <laughs> it's like the, it's the new buzzword. Is teraflop? I know it's not a buzzword. It's a thing. It actually exists. But it was teraflop but why would you announce that? Like, there's people sitting at home watching this going, cool. If
1: I, if I recall correctly, I was looking this up the other day. Okay, cool. It,
0: if there's some not, not what it
1: was, don't expect me to quote that. <laughs> but more so for a comparison, I'm pretty sure I read that the Xbox One and PS4 are somewhere between like 1.3 to 1.8 teraflops. Right. So it's a big increase. Yeah, um, man, it's a big, big jump. But again, it's weird. How does how much is this thing gonna cost? Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Do you know really.
0: the, the even weirder thing is that it's VR capable, when Microsoft oh. doesn't have, I mean, well, Xbox doesn't have any VR linked with it yet. I mean, Oculus. I mean, they're jumping a bit with Oculus at this point. Yeah, but there's nothing announced saying that you know, Oculus and Xbox together at one. Like, they're just like. I thought i
1: remember at least reading about how oculuses would ship with like an xbox controller a while ago yes i don't know yeah
0: i think they come with the elite controller
1: yeah so i think there was always something sort of beginning to come together under the surface there
0: yes yes well and that wraps up microsoft's conference so uh we're moving on again we only got a couple more left uh Ubisoft. Uh, it's Ubisoft's 30th anniversary happy birthday Ubisoft Um, they started the show in true Ubisoft weird fashion with a dance intro to Don't Stop Me Now with people in circus outfits and animal costumes and there was a guy literally a guy playing a giant butterfly guitar and I was like what okay cool you crazy Just
1: Dance man is that Just Dance magic you crazy French bastards (laughs) you Um, keep it up
0: you do you but yeah so they announced that uh, Just Dance 2017 coming out next year all the usual platforms and the NX that's the important part yes in fact
1: that's the most important part of Ubisoft's entire press conference yeah
0: it was interesting they they like full on mentioned the NX they name dropped that, that shit it's,
1: it's real now yeah. like it was always it was always real when Nintendo mentioned it but now that we have a third party making a game for it yep. it feels so much more tangible
0: and it's like well if that's you know what else are they making what else exactly. are Ubisoft making what else is everyone else making for it so you know the questions that we may never have answered until later this year yeah fingers crossed Um, but Aisha Tyler was back again hosting the show which is why I like Ubisoft's conference because I like it yeah look I like it, Aisha Tala. She gets some hate, but
1: she does a great job. Yeah,
0: look, and it's, you know, this world, she's always going to get some hate. But oh, yeah. Ubisoft
1: has never really kicked goals with her hosts, and honestly, more often than not, she's fine. It's
0: for writing, but it's the issue. Yeah, but she and the thing is, she does. She makes the most out of what she's given. Like, Definitely. She takes what she's given and runs with it, and it's and that's good. It's exciting to listen to. Um, they open their show up uh, after Just Dance with Ghost Recon Wildlands, which... I think looks pretty cool, regardless of the terrible canned, um, like, voice chat uh, audio that they had my in issue, the game. But
1: my, my main issue with it, it just didn't show anything that I couldn't do in other games more than anything. That's really? true,
0: yeah. It is very true, but I mean, like, I like the setting of it. I like the, the whole, like, the setup of it being, like, you know, a, a, a Mexican drug cartel taking over, like, Bolivia. Like, that sounds just insane and i like it and you, you're like the team that goes in there to to, to clean up you know to clean up the act and get like free bolivia from this you know drug fueled uh and populated uh state that they're in um i just i lost my thought of train of thought then um i was just thinking about what okay. crazy shit you could do in this game um, i had
1: a similar problem i thought about ghost recon wildlands and kind of fell asleep <laughs> it doesn't interest me yeah like the trailer wasn't fun fair enough the, 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 the like the performance in the like gameplay
0: was yeah uh, i didn't like it It was I, I hated that too i like and i hate that kind of shit but um i mean they did it with the division as well but
1: and and just how they tried to like ho- like the end of the demo was like that intense like car helicopter scene yep all i could think of was just like eh, i've done that in GTA 5 really yeah
0: that's very true but i mean look it looks like fun, I, like, different vehicles and stuff. I'll definitely keep my eye on it. I'm not going to go race out and pre-order day one purchase or anything like that. But, you know, looks interesting. It's open world, co-op fun stuff. On oh, your own right there, man. No, I'll find someone. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe one day. Um, I'll just buy you a copy and send it to you. No, uh, don't. It's coming out next year, March March 2017. Uh, they then moved on to South Park with the... Best title of game. Uh, it is the best name. Oh, it is. It, it wins that hands down, really. oh, Would you like to take this one, Kyron? No, no, I don't want to take it from you. Okay, man. okay. It is called, you've probably heard, South Park The Fractured Butthole. Now that is The Fractured Butthole, as in B U T space W H O L E. Amazing. And release
1: The fact that the font, because obviously the kids are no longer in like a fantasy RPG. hmm. It's a superhero RPG this time. Yep. So the font is very similar to the Avengers font as yep. well.
0: And a, it's, a, it's great. It takes place literally the day after the events of the Stick of Truth. And so it's you've good. been crowned so the the king or queen. Or the, uh, it was the king because you can't play as a girl in that game. Um, you, you can, this one you can though. Yes, you can in this one. That's what I am getting It adds to. the very 2016 feature of playing as a girl. Yep. Look! Look at us gaming world. Look at us world. Where <laughs> us gamers are, you know, normal people. We're, we're
1: getting. We're finally getting there, but we're doing man. it. And like as good as the game looked, like the game looked very funny. Yeah. I was just mesmerized by Trey Parker and Matt Stone on stage. Oh, they're great! Like every time they show up, hilarious.
0: Oh, I, and like the game looks so funny. The demo they showed looked fucking hilarious, and the trailer they played as well, which was basically. The whole thing is like you know, Cartman basically set up his own Marvel Cinematic Universe, and how That's they're gonna right. do and it.
1: Argue about the like the yeah the, the phases and all that. Yeah, oh my God. and it's like
0: oh then then God. like I think Stan pipes up and goes, "No, nah, this is bullshit. Why are we doing it this way?" And then and then Cartman's like, "You want Civil War? Is that what you want? Is that what you want? Um, is that what you want, Stan?" And goes, yeah, fine. Civil War, fuck you, and then walks out of the room. (laughs) It's amazing.
1: It's great. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Sticker Proof was probably one of my favorite games, like in the year it came out. Yeah, it was hilarious and disgusting. Oh, it was so South Park,
0: horrible. But um, it was a playable episode of South Park. That was what the coolest thing. It it looked and felt like South Park that you actually got to control and wander around. Um, that was great. Uh, so that's coming out this year on December sixth. I also actually like before we move on from it, like. The new combat looks cool. Oh
1: yeah, it was. It was it's more active this time. Yeah,
0: and they, uh, I think uh, Trey Parker was talking about how like they, they they go and play a lot of board games after their their sessions of like planning the game, and so they were trying to incorporate some of the board game mechanics into this into the the, the combat and stuff like that. And it's almost like a and D based grid that you can move around and take cover behind things. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Like, uh, and they've got like an active time battle system as well too was that in the first can one it, no it was the first one I'm pretty sure was
1: just straight up turn based wasn't it was it was turn based I'm almost certain yeah
0: if I, it's been a while since I played it but you can like yeah so it's like an active time battle but you can influence the order of uh, who takes their turns by releasing your mega farts um, so it's South Park I mean what do you expect uh, but yeah it looks cool and uh, also if you it comes with a copy of the Sticker Truth for PS4 and Xbox One which good news, good game it's awesome, Like it's a great game and the fact you can play it again before if you didn't get to play it the first time around and you've got a PS4 or an Xbox One excellent, love it so yeah, December 6th, that's coming out uh, they more Division DLC they talked about Underground again uh, a whole bunch of stuff there's some skins from other, other Ubisoft games if you sign up to Ubi Club, which was formerly Uplay, I'm pretty sure um, oh, I try to forget it. Yeah, it was you play? Yeah, I only know that because of another game that comes up later on that I actually ended up buying. Um, and there's a survival expansion coming later, which looked kind of cool. Um, if I, I still,
1: I'm not clear what makes that interesting. Yeah, that if if like the weather and all that sort of stuff begins like affecting your character, then that's cool. But I don't know, it's it's early days, I guess. Yeah, exactly.
0: But I mean, look, if you're in the division, there's plenty of new new content coming for you guys out there. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of you out there. So, um, <laughs> oh God, <laughs> this next game they showed. Oh boy,
1: we are now moving into the VR. Yeah, creation. so we're oh, moving to the VR
0: press conference, the VR uh, part. Now, one of these was kind of cool, just not the right kind of franchise for me. But one, this game, so they they showed this game called Eagle Flight, which is basically a VR game where you got to fly around as an eagle. But it was like oh, some sort of weird. Jesus. Basketball game Set in Paris And he had to With really annoying Eagle squawks Yeah It's just Oh yeah Oh boy It
1: just was Just thinking about that Just starts to drive me A little bit crazy Yeah,
0: I But So if you You know, like Eagles And flying around If you, if you have a
1: VR headset Don't get as well. Eagle flight Yeah don't
0: get Eagle flight But I mean It's a thing that exists They showed it for about Five minutes And it was I checked out at that point um, which is a shame because I was really enjoying the Ubisoft I actually was enjoying the Ubisoft conference up until this point uh, then I talked about Star Trek Bridge Crew which basically means you and your friends with VR headsets you and all your rich friends with VR headsets each <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a very that's, good point that's all of your plural rich friends sitting in... headsets that oh, you need God. for this game um, that's expensive it, right it's at the gate super expensive but I mean look, if you're a Star Trek fan it, it seemed like a really cool experience and they had LeVar Burton and Carl Urban and um, some other people from the series there as well I, I'm not a Star Trek fan So It was lost on me I know LeVar Burton And, and that's about it And I know Carl Urban um, But yeah they played it They were all blown away by how cool it was And then LeVar Burton came out And said it was really awesome And
1: LeVar Burton looked genuinely excited which yeah, is good.
0: LeVar Burton always looks genuinely excited That's true But it's usually about things that he's genuinely excited about Like he does He only talks about stuff that he really likes So um, I mean that's cool oh boy, I'm excited about this next game. I'm excited about this next game. They then showed For Honor, and they started off by showing a story trailer. Yes, a story trailer. There is a single-player campaign to this game, on top of an already, like, what looked like a great multiplayer experience, single-player campaign to go with it. And the, uh... Man, that story trailer was fucking... Oh, God, that was so cool. Oh.
1: I'm excited, The only problem I see here is when we actually get to the multiplayer, what side are you choosing? Okay, so
0: I've been thinking about this. Probably not going to be knights. Probably not going to be knights. Just putting that out there. I'm feeling like the Vikings are definitely at the moment. I think Vikings are going to be the new pirates and ninjas and that. They're the new flavor of the month, I think. Everyone's hyped about Vikings right now. So, I mean, Vikings are cool, but I don't know those samurai look pretty damn cool some pretty sweet weapons some nice katanas I, could definitely I was gonna say
1: because if you if you pick vikings then we're never gonna play together because i'm only
0: being samurai
1: only forever samurai
0: <laughs> <laughs> we can play together we're just gonna play against each other that's right oh well, i'll have to kill you then we'll settle it on the battleground man um <laughs> but yeah holy shit like and then they do that after the story trailer they showed uh basically a story mission didn't they it was like a a full gameplay demo of of yeah how a storyline works out um as a viking and um it was very
1: cool the viking like the combat looked it just looks every time i see that game in motion it looks
0: amazing it looks very calculated and very strategic but it looked hard but looked satisfyingly hard like like that kind of soul satisfying level different type of game but that level of satisfaction you get from like standing back and going, all right, I'm going to reassess this situation and see what I can do to try and gain the upper hand this time. Uh, plus, Jason Vanderbilt was... He's, the, he's an actual Viking. He's the best. Comes out with his cane, his he, massive he's beard. A, and, oh. He's a legitimate Viking. Yeah, I'm I, convinced. I, the best part is his genuine excitement for that game. Like, hes his genuine passion for that game almost sells the game on its own. It's incredible. The game
1: if it, when it was announced last year I was like cool I'm in yeah Just take, I'm in absolutely
0: me. Our only problem is it comes out 14th of February which could conflict with another title that we're both very excited for that we'll probably talk uh, about in future episodes most likely like
1: I, like I said man it's not gonna come out Feb 14 over here yeah that's true
0: that's very true but I mean 4 Feb 14th of February next year get hyped get hyped for that shit cause w- we both certainly are um they sort of a bit of a change of pace next in the Ubisoft conference went on to talk about Grow Up the sequel to Grow Home it's coming out uh, August this year um, yeah sort of looked like a little building on the existing game that, uh, that I've not played it um, my wife Ash has played it she loved it she got super into it and so um, I'm no doubt we'll be picking up the sequel to that game but I, I worry they're doing too much with it
1: Like, taking it beyond what was great about it, which was how simple it was. I don't know. Maybe it's just a a rational fear. That's true. But some of these games really benefit from how... Not simple, I guess, but how easy they are to pick up and dive into. Yep. And sometimes when they get bigger and, like, just filled with more stuff, they sort of lose sight of it a bit. The trailer didn't indicate one way or the other. It's just I worry sometimes about these things.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, we don't have long to find out, but... Yeah, like I said, uh, uh, our household... My household will most likely be picking that one up. So uh, I might have something more to say about that uh, in passing in future future episodes. Uh, the next game I was super excited for... Because it was a mashup of two series or two games that I really fucking like. Uh, Trials, the uh, the motorbike platforming game by Red Lynx. And uh, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, which... Almost was my game of the year that year for it. It was like a DLC game. Oh, boy, that was so cool. Um, You know, neon-drenched 80s sort of action movie, terrible action movie vibe. Um, Loved that kind of shit. They mashed those two together up, uh, and you get Trials of the Blood Dragon, which is, yeah, really, really cool. The best part about it was it was available directly after the conference. Um, I picked it up. I've played it. I've finished most of the missions, except for some of the secret ones. Um, I also made a video about it, so I'm not going to talk about that again now. If you want to know more about Trials of the Blood Dragon, go and check out that video on our YouTube channel, at Dialogue Options. Uh, and yeah, so check that one out there. It's really cool. Uh, and then they went on to talk about the Assassin's Creed movie. Skip. Yep. Also, we, don't, we don't care. It's like... There's a movie coming out, Michael is in it, It looks pretty fucking terrible. Let's move on. Uh, it was a whole bunch of things about behind the scenes stuff. And yeah, anyway, it was really, it dragged the pace of the show down, which was it did, already, it was, it was really weird. At this point, was already around about an hour and a half long. Um, and then they wrapped up with Watch Dogs 2, obviously. So, Watch Dogs 2, I wrote here Watch Dogs 2, hack the planet. Um, more hacking, more stuff that you can hack in the game. Uh, you can hack cars and like control them remotely and stuff like that. Um, you've got like a quadcopter drone you can fly now for like surveillance stuff, um, a little RC car that you build. Um, the storyline looks like it's taking a lot more beats from the television show, Mr. Robot, which I'm okay with because that show is great. If you haven't watched Mr. Robot, check it out. It's awesome. Um, look, I'm cautiously excited for this game. I'm not lining up outside the the local game store, camping out five months in advance, for this game. But I mean it looks fun. It looks like a lot of fun. We I mean, have definitely made improvements like Watch Dogs 1 I bought
1: and didn't care about. But this one at mm. least the protagonist doesn't look like he's going to be so broody and just the story hopefully will be less serious yeah, than the first one.
0: He looks I like the idea that the the the, the dead sec in this game um cuz it's set in San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco. Um, the world looks great. Like, it looks vibrant and alive. looks colourful. Yeah. And it,
1: it's next-gen only, finally. Yes. Like I guess, at this point, current-gen, not last-gen. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully we'll get a game that looks as good
0: as the original one should have. Looks like what it should have been, yeah. It's going to be an Assassin's Creed 1 to Assassin's Creed 2 thing. It's going to be the same thing like that.
1: Well Oh, hopefully. We, like, you, Assassin's Creed
0: 1 to 2 was a
1: huge leap.
0: Yeah. Which uh, is, yeah, it may not be as huge, but I feel like it's going to be the same type of thing. It's like, we're going to take what we the first one was a bit of a, like, a proof of concept, and now we're going to take that and make the game that we wanted to make, you know, four or five years ago, um, I don't know, like, it it looks kind of cool, I like the, yeah, like I was saying before, the fact that, uh, DeadSec 3D print their guns, they got these taser guns and weapons, like, there's, like, this weird swinging weapon thing that they researched, um, and they 3D print them, like, it's all these little cool things, I was like, I can get behind this. I was going to
1: say, actually, that's one thing I did like about it. (coughs) Excuse me. The inclusion of, like, a taser so you can actually do non-lethal stuff. Yeah, exactly. The biggest thing about Watch Dogs 1 that always weirded me out was using guns. I'm like, I'm I'm this cool hacker, and yet I'm packing this AR and shooting people? What is with that? It felt weird.
0: Yeah. Not only the fact that you're using a taser as a weapon primarily or this this cool like melee weapon thing that he's got like, I don't even know what it is it's like a it's like a ball on a string or something I don't know um but like the, the the taser is 3D printed they they produce them themselves like they they make these guns themselves so that's kind of cool that it adds to the um the flair of the game I guess um apparently there's a Watch Dogs movie in the pipeline as well and of course there is Yeah, Ubisoft didn't make
1: that movie studio or the movie arm of their company for no
0: reason yeah um and uh, the PS4 gets Watch Dogs 2 DLC 30 days before anyone else. So, y- hooray, I guess. Ubisoft is
1: jumping in bed with everyone, apparently. Of course they are. Um, Division for Xbox yep. and Watch Dogs 2? They're sharing the, the love. It's like,
0: you get this one, this one, Next next time you <laughs> swap them over. And you, um, Jeez. And there's a collector's edition. Shady. Yeah, shady backdoor deals. Um, there's a collector's edition that's coming with a little RC droid that, like, features in the game, so that's kind of cool, um, they closed the show out with a new IP called Steep, um, it was like an action snow sports game, set in an open world, basically, you can just drop in on these mountains and, like, snowboard or ski down them, and then... You could, like, wingsuit around or, like, paraglide around and set different runs and then send challenges to your friends and record all, like, replays and stuff and edit them and have, like, GoPro camera views. It looked cool. Um, I don't know. Looked... I mean, it's cool to see that
1: sort of game come yeah. back.
0: Like, we haven't had a snowboarding game in a while. And it looked like, like an interesting snowboarding game. It was, like, it was almost like a social snowboarding game.
1: And it sounded like you had, like, a decent amount of freedom choosing your path down the mountains as well, which is yeah.
0: interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean it'd be something to keep an eye on it's um well it's, it's coming out this year actually it's coming out in december um so they announced it and then yeah which is kind of cool and that's ubisoft it
1: sounds, it sounds fun i mean it's it's not for me I'm, I, I think the last snowboarding game i even played was probably 1080 snowboarding on I mean, the nintendo 64 oh, really?
0: i think i played i bought the the most recent ssx game
1: and that was Oh, fun. I forgot that was one of those.
0: The most recent like, one, yeah.
1: Like yeah, like the rebooty sort of one. Yeah,
0: the best snowboarding game I have played is SSX. Tricky. That game is the best. Um. But I mean, yeah, that's that's how uh, Ubisoft wrapped up their conference. Finally, on to the last of the big conferences before we are we have a chat about Nintendo and what they did. Um. Yeah, I warned you guys this episode was going to be long. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at the time right now. I'm just like, oh, boy. Yeah, <laughs> this is a long one. Um, it's E3, man. E3. It's, it's a pack full of content. It's a big thing. We, you can listen to this in segments. Uh, Sony. Sony PlayStation. Wow. E3 2016 of Dreams, the sequel. Yep. They they did it. They did it. The, the most classiest press conference that's been... There's ever been in the last I don't even know how long since I've been watching these conferences live. Like not not even just classy, just like showing companies how
1: they should be doing these things. Absolutely, it won't change anything, but Sony definitely set a really good example. It's like when you're doing a conference, you may talk, you may talk briefly, but make sure it's about the games. Yes. Oh my god, and so many games. Oh my god, is and this is, this is a scaled back conference. This one was only about an hour long this is as well. An hour long. And, they, and then there's
0: so many... They didn't get, stop rolling with the punches. All the games that, and things that got announced in this conference were, for the most part, incredible or relevant mm. or exciting. Yeah, definitely. And surprises, for the most part, too. Like, uh, They opened the show with a live orchestra um, and a woman doing like throat chanting and playing... like Just smacking a drum... And just this amazing brooding music for like four minutes. And then finally the curtains opened and we got God of war Kratos. The,
1: like, so yeah, God of war with Kratos again. Yeah. He's got a son. He's now.
0: back. Yeah. He's old man Kratos. He's got a beard. He does. He has a beard. Beards are in. Um, but yeah, so uh, apparently it's, his. he's got a kid now. Um, the whole demo had a real sort of, like, Last of Us vibe. It was, like, him taking his kid out and, like, showing him how to hunt because he was hungry. I'm hungry. Um, that was terrible. My voice is going.
1: <laughs> no one can do Kratos' voice like Kratos. No, no.
0: Um, yeah, taking his kid out and hunting, and then they get attacked by, like, a giant troll, and then Kratos has to try and take it down. And
1: The interesting thing is the troll seems to be trying to say something as well.
0: Yes. There are languages.
1: They're dropping they're dropping hints about this world, but it seems like maybe Kratos shouldn't be there since it sounds like he's jumped ship.
0: Yep. Because it's a um, North what, was it completely Norse. confirmed North uh Norse mythology? Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure it's, it's been confirmed. Definitely North. confirmed. Which means sign me up because yeah. Norse mythology is amazing. See man, so like I said, Vikings, it's a new thing. It's the new flavour of the month. <laughs> it's definitely gonna be the new flavor of the month. Um Looked really really cool. Um, lots of hunting. He had a rage meter, uh, and he still has Spartan rage. So I don't His know. A magic axe. Yeah, the magic axe that you can basically throw. Uh, apparently, uh, from like the game's lead designer, like you can throw it and then walk away, like hours later into the game, and then go, oh shit, I don't have my axe, and call it back. Just. I want to know if that's legit Like that's insane I'm going to do it I'm going to do it Like just go through the entire game Without the axe And then at the end It'll, just it'll do, be like, a trophy Surely yeah Like do the like the final hit In the final battle Like with the like, axe yeah, Like calling the axe It's like this Like It's, it's, a, it's some serious Molnir shit Like uh, Well hey man Norse mythology Exactly That's the thing So I'm sure, I'm sure we'll be killing Thor At some point Surely Yeah He's going to come up against Thor Um, But yeah It looks great um, it looks great. it looks mature. It does. It has a very it, mature vibe to it. It wasn't for a game, for a God of War trailer. There was like hardly any killing in it. There was no murdering, like no mass murder. It was this sort of grounded, intimate experience. It was so weird, but I'm on board. Yep, sign me up. Yep. Next we have Days Gone, Sony Ben's uh, new IP that I think had been known as. Dead Don't Ride had been sort of been yeah. talked about. Uh, yeah, beforehand.
1: Dead Don't Ride was what it was known as prior to this. Yeah. And, I don't know, personally, I wasn't expecting much from it no. given Sony Ben's
0: past work. Mm-hmm. But the trailer looked good. It did. It looked really it looked cool. Interesting. So the weird thing was they showed the trailer after God of War and then they did a gameplay demo at the end So they closed the show out. Um, But, yeah, it looked cool. The trailer was really awesome. It looked... You know, this bike riding through this post-apocalyptic world again, and it's going for a lot of. I'm seeing a trend with Sony
1: games at the moment where they seem to be focusing more on more on like emotional
0: storylines. Yeah, definitely. And the whole conference had that vibe too. Yeah, the whole conference had. There was a lot of feels in this conference. There was, um, and it was great. But I mean, like, uh, yeah. So it was. Yeah, it was, you play as a motorcycle. Rider, possibly part of a motorcycle gang I don't know it's hard to tell you like patches on his jacket so I'm not sure um, lots of zombies lots of zombies lots, heaps of zombies. of zombies so many zombies. zombies and yeah like we said sort of, it's all about him reflecting on what he had lost um, in what the events that had transpired since uh, previous to the point where you start playing the game uh, then we move on to another big title uh, The Last Guardian release date October twenty fifth, this year, it's coming out. It's a real game. It's a real game. It's Ten a game years. Game that,
1: that I'm gonna play, yep. and I'm. It's not gonna be as good as people want. No, I hope that people know that going into it. It's gonna be okay. No, it's
0: gonna look. It looks. It looks really good. I think it looks. I think it looks like it's gonna be a good game. It's not gonna be yes. Good. Groundbreaking. It'll be a good game. Um, it's going to have some really I think it's going to again Have some really interesting s- Emotional story beats Oh
1: it's going to destroy me Emotionally yeah. at the end of it I'm already ready for oh, that It's going to happen
0: Trico's going to break our hearts
1: Oh god it's going
0: to happen I'm not, re- I'm not ready for it, no. but, ready for it. <laughs> um, but yeah they, they showed Another trailer for that And yeah at the end of it Announced coming October 25th So look out for that one um, Horizon Zero Dawn uh, Another gameplay trailer um, Showing off a little bit more Of, of the game uh, there's <laughs> I wrote in our notes here I wrote dialogue options Wink wink uh, So it's so like a dialogue options wheel um, So there are You have choices in what you say Your character says well, uh, Alloy I think your name is Aloy I think it's Aloy Yeah, yeah. I, 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 Something like that Yeah So you, you, you have Not 100% on the
1: pronunciation
0: of it Yeah It's
1: it's not alloy though I know that yeah, much
0: it's, Yeah it's uh, yeah, Aloy mm, uh, Anyway uh, you have control over what she says at certain points in the game. Um,
1: I'm not. I'm still trying to figure out what sort of game is this. An open world game? Is it an RPG? Is it all of it? I don't know.
0: From what I've heard, it's it is an open world game, but it's very much an RPG game. There's okay. lots of lots of uh, I don't know necessarily stat building and stuff like that, but lots of exploration, lots of resource collecting as well. Um, there was a cool scanner thing that. that they had in the the trailer where you could scan an enemy like one of the the robot creature animal things um you could scan them and not only it, w- it would tell you like its strengths and weaknesses uh it would tell you what it would drop when you killed it so it'd give you an indicator of like what resources it might have um so yeah that was really cool um but uh you can yeah you can hijack animals and ride them into battle i wrote here which is basically the way you tame them is you sort of eventually get up to them uh, when they're in their their car mode which is when they're all blue lights and you get up there and then uh you stab it in the head with this with your, the end of your bow and it sort of rewires it to you i guess so it's like it's like imprinting on the animal and then you can ride it around you've got a little weird robot horse thing you can ride around shoot <laughs> um, your bow off it
1: kind of be like robot Opponent. I don't know yeah exactly it, yeah it had a little bit of a Zelda vibe to it as well which is it looks interesting I, I'm keeping an eye on it mm. I still don't I wish it wasn't called Horizon Zero Dawn it's but
0: weird name we have to live with it we have to live with that being hey, the name hey look the storyline might allude to some grandiose it had, reason it had better do it <laughs> <laughs> at the end it, it's like that's why it's called Horizon Zero Dawn and you're like okay yeah, fair enough. Uh, I guess that makes like, sense okay fair enough uh uh Following Horizon Zero Dawn, we had Quantic Dreams new gra- new game, Detroit, which is uh, looked good. It looks better than good. Beyond Two
1: Souls, which much I did not better like. Than Beyond Two Souls.
0: I haven't played it, but I've heard enough about it, was, it that I know that I don't really want to play it.
1: It was a game that I wanted to like. Yeah. Because I like Alan Page. Yep, and Willem Dafoe. I like I like Willem Dafoe. Oh. But it was weird the story because the storyline wasn't presented chronologically. It was kind of a mess. It was a weird experience. But Detroit looks better. Yes. And Detroit looks like it might have a better story than Heavy Rain did. So that's also promising.
0: Yeah, it looked like uh, looked like there's a lot of choices involved. The trailer basically showed you one scenario and then different outcomes of the scenario based on what you could do within the game. Yeah, um,
1: like basically you're talk, trying to talk down another android robot person. Yeah. Who was like a, who has a kid essentially yep. hostage, and there were so many outcomes there that would alter depending on like how long you took, what sort of evidence you
0: collected, conversations, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. Lots and, of child murder. Oh, it was it was dark. It was super dark. It got again. Sony would just not fucking around with this press conference. Um, but yeah, it looks great. Um, there's no release date or anything for that. I don't think any, at the moment.
1: Quantic Dream take their time Yeah That's how they roll Yeah
0: So we probably won't see that game At least for a year and a bit I'd say It'll probably be easier next year I'd say I think And we'll get a release date then Um, I'm going to let you take this one Kyron Because this is is your jam Is it because you posted a video of it And you were scared? Yep It is (laughs) Look I'm excited for this But I'm probably not going to play it
1: basically capcom confirmed that the kitchen demo that they had at e3 last year was in fact connected to resident evil 7 resident evil 7 is going back to survival horror it is part of the series it's still canon it takes place after resident evil 6 and it'll be fully vr compatible when it comes out in january next year which is really
0: soon you know what the funny thing is like the ironic thing is with this game is it comes out the day after my birthday Happy birthday, John! Happy birthday! Never sleep again. (laughs) Uh, If you haven't watched, uh, if you haven't watched me play that game, there's two videos up on our on our YouTube channel on dialogue options. Go check them out. I'm sure you'll have a laugh. You'll have a much better time than I did recording those videos. Um, So enjoy. But yeah,
1: it looks good. Like the demo is interesting. The I am annoyed that doesn't appear to be an, an ending per se, yeah, whether it's because we haven't figured it out yet or Capcom is just trolling us, I don't know. <laughs> but you know, it's fun. Yep, it, it's it's. I didn't find it scary, not to be that guy,
0: but but you, this is the thing. You're 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 very much a survival horror veteran. This is your jam. This is what you do. <laughs> Me, I'm I'm a bitch basically. So um, I'm a big I old say baby. though.
1: Like even though I wasn't scared, the environment was definitely uncomfortable. And I definitely, mm. I want to I wanna know if that's like in VR, because I bet it's an entirely <sighs> different experience in VR.
0: I'm feeling anxious thinking about that. Like, I'm Imagine honestly... Imagine being all
1: around you, Joel. You couldn't look away from your TV because your screen was in front of you, You I couldn't Joel.
0: alter the volume on... Oh, no.
1: Straighten to your ears, straighten your no. eyes. All you could do is close your eyes, man. No. That's it.
0: No. <laughs> it s- sounds amazing. What's wrong with you? No, There's nothing wrong with me. If I play that game, there will be something wrong with me um that was the cool thing about this re- reveal the reveal itself was amazing they played this it demo it started with it just said before kitchen and everyone's like oh kitchen yeah it was this vr demo that they showed it was a vr demo wasn't it vr yeah.
1: yeah kitchen was a vr demo from last E3, yeah. if i recall correctly and
0: then you, you basically go through this the scenario in the in the, in this trailer and see all this stuff happening and it's like all right cool And guess to the end and it just comes up with the number 7 V
1: I I
0: yep so the number 7 in roman, roman numerals and was like well, seven and then slowly but surely the rest of resident evil comes in behind oh. it so the V I I becomes V I L of evil brilliant
1: best reveal brilliant. all conference all, all the best reveal
0: Look, Easy. L- l- again i'm this game terrified me and i'm not probably not going to play it i want to be able to play it trust me but that reveal goddamn that was fucking clever
1: fucking brilliant the interesting things are that it is apparently resident evil 7 in full version will also be first person like the demo which has got some people upset i say bring it on really and i love that it's called resident evil 7 biohazard over here yep. and in japan it's called biohazard 7 resident evil over there and the way th- that's amazing and they
0: even incorporated the typography thing They did with VIL in the Biohazard because they made the 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 Z in in Biohazard um, the seven like actual just the number seven.
1: It's so clever, brilliant. Brilliant. I love a good logo, and that's a good logo. (laughs) (laughs) I got to applaud them for that. That was just. I can't. I still. I'm still shocked that Capcom is doing a survival horror Resident Evil. It's amazing, and it's what I've wanted from them, and they finally they're finally doing it. Yep, it's a thing that is happening.
0: Cool. So they then went on to talk about a lot about VR. Yeah, we
1: we should just we should skim the VR stuff here. Yeah. So
0: the VR stuff they talked about uh, Farpoint, which is kind of I've I've heard it being described as sort of like No Man's Sky meets Minecraft. Interesting. Um, Which sounded really cool. It's got its own special like gun that you actually play the game with that you put the move controller in. Anyway, looked interesting. Star Wars Battlefront X Wing VR missions
1: i'm pretty sure this is the one that's being developed by criterion yeah
0: yep yeah. look it's probably going to be like a 15 minute thing but like if, if, if that vr experience means i get to sit in the next wing and fly that fucking yeah yes please bring it, bring it on bring that shit on uh then they talked about final fantasy 15 again they showed a new trailer and talked a bit about a, a vr experience that they had uh planned for it And i think they had it at the show it was bad yeah allegedly yeah was i heard bad. it was pretty bad. Um, then we went on to Call of Duty Infinite Warfare that looked really good. It actually looks good. I'm surprised. Looks really good. I mean it's like started off in like a spaceship running and shooting and all this stuff and then you end up in a, a spaceship flying out into space and then you landed in another part and then there was like zero gravity stuff and then it was like punching people's like oxygen masks off so they like basically got decompressed it was um it was impressive i i think it's probably going to turn a lot of people around on uh on infinite warfare probably not the the hardcore fanboys but i mean people like us that aren't you know first person shooter fanboys i think it's going to be something that's definitely popped up on our radar a lot more now i think the biggest surprise
1: about it was when the first traveler came out it didn't look like they were going sci-fi enough. And I was like, Oh, it's it, it, the technology didn't look that much more advanced than black ops three. No. But then they did this stage demo and I was like, Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Apparently I was wrong. We're going to space. Oh yeah. You better believe we're going uh, to space. And we got grappling hooks again. Yes. Small grapple hooks. Grappling hooks are the thing of these grapple hooks and axes and verticality. And verticality. Um, <laughs> it looks fun. It does look it fun. Looks fun.
0: It does look fun. Um, but yeah, there's probably not much more to talk about that. Just go and watch the trailer for that one. It looks really, really cool. Um I, I think the main thing with Call of Duty
1: Infinite Warfare is I want to rent it to play the campaign. I don't want to play the multiplayer. I just want to play the campaign. Let me let me buy the campaign very for true. a reduced price.
0: Let's just all we'll all like there's all five of us we'll or whatever, all friends, we'll just chip, we'll chip in, in for one copy and we'll just <laughs> share it. Just play the campaign. Yep. That sounds like a manageable thing to do. Um now the next thing is a big reveal that like people wanted to happen there was no real big rumors that it was going to happen but it was a big it was a big surprise um crash bandicoot one two and three remastered for the playstation 4 uh, sony's working in partnership with activision to uh to bring the franchise back to the playstation um there's one catch with that though. Uh there's a new Skylanders game and Crash Bandicoot is a character in it. He's a new Skylander, basically. So that was obviously the trade the trade off. Um and they didn't show anything else about Crash Bandicoot one, two or three being remastered. They said it's coming. But in the meantime, here's a trailer for Skylanders Imaginators, including Crash Bandicoot.
1: So Oh dear. Yeah. Everyone I mean, at a certain point everyone knew it was gonna happen. Absolutely. But um, Spyro is Skylanders so mm-hmm. Activision has Crash Bandicoot
0: why not put him in there mm-hmm. so I mean it's cool that they're doing it um, I know there's a lot of people that are really excited for the, the Crash remasters I never really played them so it's a little bit lost on me I'll probably play them now that there's all of them there but uh, yeah if that's your if that's your jam that is a thing that is happening so you know get excited Uh LEGO Force Awakens, they showed another trailer for that. There was a demo that they put out straight after the E th- uh the E3 presentation as well. It comes out like next week anyway. And then
1: yeah. It do- like it looks like a Lego game.
0: Yep, it's a Lego game. You know what you're getting in for. Looks like fun. Lego. Oh, oh my god. I think this was probably my personal highlight of E three. This next bit we're gonna talk about. Hideo Kojima showed himself walked down a light bridge like literally a light bridge if you look it up oh its entrance is just amazing so the Kojima productions logo in the background on the screen and then this big light bridge sort of like appeared in front of him on like that the screen ramp they had at the back and he walked down that to the front of the stage rapturous applause and, and screaming and hollering and everything quietened down and all he said was hello everybody I'm back and just again exploded the place blew up wow wow could you make a man's
1: that response man oh man people have been wanting to like this is his first new IP in a long time yep
0: and he's back at Sony he's doing his thing he's he's allowed to do his thing that's the best part about it he can do his thing which is very evident in the trailer that he showed for Death Stranding I still don't know what I saw. I don't know what that is. I have no idea either, but I want to know more, and I love it. I, it was it was a great trailer, had a great song in it. Mm, it was a good trailer. It was good. I, I look. I think it's a great trailer. I, I think it's an an amazing trailer. I know it showed nothing about the game, but for a trailer about something from Kojima, it was it was awesome. I, it's, it left me speechless. I was like, whoa. It was haunting. The music was haunting the imagery is haunting. There's plenty of things to take away from it. And he's been dropping hints about, like, what the game's going to be. Apparently we, we know now it's going to be an action game. Um, Regrettably, yes. That doesn't mean that there's not going to be any sort of survival horror elements to it.
1: If it's an action game, I don't want horror in there. Okay, fair enough. Action action horror is, like, the, the my least favourite form of horror. You see, that's the
0: one that I can play, so I'm okay it's the
1: it. It's the boring one. It's the one that's not even horror, really. I don't
0: like that. Um... But I mean It was Norman Reedus is in it as well He's holding like The fetus that's connected to him Then the fetus disappears And then there's like Black He's got like black goo on his hands And he looks down And the black goo's There's like Baby handprints of the black goo Going down his leg And then
1: It's weird It makes very little sense I recommend looking at it (laughs) Definitely
0: watch it Like oh my god And then go and get the song I'll keep coming uh, By Low Raw I think it's by um. Whoa! Wow. That. I needed like I needed to just, like sit back and just process that uh, after I saw that, but we didn't have time. We weren't. We weren't quite done yet. Um, I mean, we may as well have been. We may yeah. as well have been. That was it. They peaked then. Um, but I mean, Spider-Man. Spider-Man's coming to PS4 exclusively, developed by Insomniac. Yeah, why isn't it Sucker Punch? I know, it should have been Sucker Punch. It 100% should have been Sucker Punch.
1: It's, it's, it's
0: I mean, maybe Sucker Punch is doing something
1: else, mm. but
0: yeah, I mean, interesting. I, it looked good, and from what we've heard now, apparently that's all running on a current PS4. It's not running on the Neo at all. So that's, that's what you'll expect to get. If the game were to ship tomorrow, that would be what you would get, um, which is exciting because it looks awesome. The very brief snippet of it we've got. We didn't get a title or anything. We just went, it's being developed. Spider-Man, exclusively, PS4. So. Spider-Man's hot right now, thanks to Civil War. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll definitely keep an eye on that one as well. Uh,
1: like a year ago,
0: no one, no one would care. Oh, God, no. Oof. Everyone would be like, whatever, Spider-Man. Exactly. Um, and then they wrapped up this show with more Days Gone.
1: Yeah, Zombies. It's a shooter. It looks okay. It's interesting. Like the amount of zombies looks interesting. Yep. But I, I don't. I don't know. I'm intrigued. After I have to see more of it before I. Yeah, I definitely
0: want to see more of it. But I'm de- it. I'm I'm definitely intrigued by it. Very excited for it. Um, and that was the end of the big conferences. Uh, Nintendo didn't have a conference or uh, Nintendo Direct this year. They did a. And they didn't even need they it. They didn't fucking need it. Absolutely not. There's a reason why. Well, we left it to last because it was the last thing that happened in terms of the E3 stuff, but... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Legend of Zelda Breath of the oh, Wild. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit. It looks st- oh. stunning. It, and not only does it look stunning, it... Like, the gameplays, it's... It's like they've taken all the best parts of all video games ever, and just mashed it together in this beautiful, beautiful mess, and the result is magic. It is. It's magic, absolutely I just, magic. I,
1: just, I don't know how else to describe it. Like Nintendo came into this show, going, "Look, we're only going to show Zelda," and everyone went, "Really? Yeah, right. just just Zelda. You sure, you you just Zelda." And oh, jeez, it was the right choice. Oh boy, like, for, for all the reveals and the games that were there. Only really probably Persona five came close to when I when I saw Breath of the Wild in gameplay, Mm -hmm. like
0: it in motion, I was just like Oh, give me this game now. Yep, right now. I need it. And the best part is, we like you and I and and the rest of our friends have we watched a whole bunch of the live demos they did on the Treehouse live event. We we've heard other people talk about what they experienced when they played it at E three and yet we still have no idea what this game holds. The amount of game that they showed was so expansive, yet so minuscule in terms of the scope of the rest of the game.
1: Exactly. Apparently, they intentionally skimped on story, which is good. I like that I don't want that stuff spoiled. I don't want that spoiled. I can watch Zelda gameplay all day. Mm -hmm.
0: Just don't spoil story for me. And also, too, there was a lot of new gameplay stuff that they've incorporated into this game that they wanted to focus on, which is rightly so. In their weird Frankenstein's monster of the game. I mean, like there's a part where they went to... like. The, the cold mountain area and then like Link was starting to like lose health because he was too cold so he had to like had to, rug up. Had to rug up he had to put clothes on there's loot Weapon drops degradation
1: oh boy oh boy cooking food chopping down trees hunting animals climbing everything yep you
0: can climb oh my god oh my god there's voice acting exciting. now except for Link Link is still yeah. not gonna talk it's been god. confirmed thank god for that um but yeah it's exciting it's very exciting Oh, boy.
1: I'm getting the NX version, but it's still exciting for the Wii U. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, and from what I've heard, the Wii U version looked good. It didn't look amazing. It did though. have some frame rate issues. Yeah. yeah, that's what I heard. And a so little bit, words. like, some texture issues as well. Like, a little bit, like, jagged
1: edges and, and things like that as well. But And even more exciting is the evidently scaled back gamepad stuff, which would, would lead me to believe that we are probably looking at a more traditional controller for the NX. Mm-hmm. Like there is gamepad stuff there, but it's stuff that you could do without a gamepad well, on the NX. It looks
0: like the gamepad is incorporated into the game in terms of like the you have a, for lack of a better word, a device in it called a Sheikah Stone. It's just, it's a Zelda tablet. It's an iPad. It's a Zelda iPad. Like it's 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 Link's iPad, and I'm I'm totally normally I'd be like oh, this is really cheesy. I was so on board with it, <laughs> everything. I just I was so swept up in what. Everything that was shown, it just looks stunning, and I cannot wait to get my grubby little hands all over that game and just soon. never leave that world.
1: Not soon enough, but soon. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hopefully, hopefully next March, when Nintendo one day reveals the annex in full... We will. Surely we're going to get something soon from then. But I would assume later this year, maybe before Christmas.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's a, that's a given.
1: Um, but that wasn't all. They also revealed... Um, some more Pokemon Sun and Moon stuff, mm-hmm. which the way the Treehouse started was weird. First yeah. of all, Reggie introduced her Breath of a Wild trailer, which looked incredible, yep. and then they spent like forty minutes on Pokemon Sun and Moon, which mm. I mean, I guess if you're excited for Pokemon, good. But look, it I, which, didn't which look I that am
0: different. I am excited for Pokemon. I wasn't for the last Pokemon game that came out. I, I, that was the one where I was like, not feeling the Pokemon hype this time, but. I'm I'm back in, I'm back into it now I'm I've sort of had a couple of years off now I'm ready to sink my sink my teeth into a new uh, Pokemon game
1: Yeah like don't get, me wrong, don't get me wrong it looks good Yeah but I just didn't it, think we needed to, to spend forty five minutes on it When it, again nothing there was some new Pokemon we yeah. saw that showed like the round robin for oh, the Pokemon the battle the battle royale Yeah that looks yeah. kind of cool
0: um, I, I don't think they should have teased with they shouldn't have opened with that trailer and then gone Oh, eh, here's Pokemon they should have just went here's Pokemon and then been like All right, exactly we've got Pokemon out of the way now here's Zelda and then start with the trailer and then just launch straight into it but exactly um, I don't know it was a weird choice it was a weird choice but but then we got back to Zelda <laughs> we did so much Zelda oh boy so much Zelda we could talk about Zelda for so long um, but yes, just to wrap up they had a few other games present there as well Uh, they had a new Paper Mario, the new Paper Mario game, Color Splash.
1: Comes out in October. Yep. It looks, it looks okay. The general consensus seems to be that it, it's just filler, really. Yeah. It looks, it looks nice, and I'm sure it'll play nicely enough, but it looks like an easy game for Nintendo
0: to put out, really. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, slap Mario's name on it and everything like that. I'm, I'm interested in it, Definitely. I'm, I'm. I've never really played a Paper Mario game, so I'm. I'm definitely interested. In, this podcast has been awful for me. It's just been like, what games hasn't Joel played? Um, <laughs> what popular franchises hasn't Joel played? Um, but yeah, well, Paper Mario. Paper Mario is. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's popular. Yeah. Really, <laughs> the people liked it. I guess
1: I liked Paper Mario one and two because they were good RPGs. Yeah. This one looks like less of an RPG, so I'm right.
0: less interested in it. See, look, I don't, I don't mind the fact that I don't have, again, I don't have that connection to it. So I I, I definitely look like, I'd definitely give it a look, I'd say, when it comes out. Um, the other game that's coming out for 3DS, though, in October that I'm pretty excited for is the new Mario Party. Mario Party Star Rush looks great. They've mixed it up. It looks like a Mario Party. Look like a Mario Party game. Everyone moves at the same time. and It's not like a normal game board. You actually have to plot your way around it's almost like a little mini puzzle game in itself and that sold me alone um and you pick up like uh followers around the board so the followers are like mario and luigi and all the other like nintendo characters that you can pick up along the board the way allies they're called you use them as allies uh, and they had different abilities and things like that that can help you with like dice rolls or um gaining coins or moving uh, squares along the board um was that all modes i thought that was just like a specific was it just that specific mode
1: it, I thought I might be wrong I could be wrong yeah. I thought it
0: was like, like Toad mode was that one Right It could very well be But that that was the mode They, they showed Yeah um, And it looked uh, Yeah done It's Mario Party on 3DS I know there's already One existed But apparently It's not very good So hopefully This one's good If it is I'll be picking that up and When does it come out again Sorry It's in October as well I'm pretty sure oh, I think it's around I'm out. pretty sure From memory It's around the same time As um, Color Splash Paper Mario Oh, that's Last Guardian, like, man. No, that's true. But it's okay because then I, I can have like breaks when I when I need a break after picking myself up off the floor after being an emotional wreck from playing to Last <laughs> Guardian. I can play something happy like Mario Party.
1: Until you smash your 3ds. Yeah, because stars. I hate
0: people. But and then I go back to the Last mm. Guardian and cry again. It's gonna be a, it's yeah, gonna be an emotional rollercoaster coaster. <laughs> um, what else do we have? Uh,
1: the last thing they what they revealed a, essentially a brand new IP Ooh. Um, for 3DS, Ever Oasis is Ooh. its name, developed by Grezzo, mm-hmm. who, I mean, if, you list, if you're if you listening, you might be like, who the hell are Grezzo? They're the guys who made Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask for the Nintendo 3DS, so the guys who did the remakes, essentially. No, well, not remakes,
0: but the, the remasters,
1: I guess. The two versions I
0: actually finished of that game. The first time I ever finished both of those games was those two. God, God damn it, Joel. Hey, I've finished them now.
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: so they announced that. And it,
1: it's uh, being worked on with the assistance of... I'm going to butcher this name. <laughs> Kawichi Ishii? Oh, sorry, man. This is why I
0: left this note for you, because I was like, yeah, you can ah, take this. <laughs> you, you
1: said, I, shouldn't have, I shouldn't have written it in there. Anyway, this one. Um, who directed Final Fantasy 1, 2, and 3 say so he was involved in Saga Frontier. He's doubled in like some of the mana games. So he's he's a pretty cool guy. He's made some good stuff. And yeah, it's sort of like a what looks like Animal Crossing meets a dungeon crawler, basically. Yeah. It does You like run a town, have shops. You have to supply the shops so they can profit for you. You like the
0: the town mayor, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like Animal Crossing it kind of looks like
1: you go exploring dungeons
0: yeah it kind of looks like a more uh, a little bit more in depth version of fantasy life which I played a lot of and I really enjoyed that game so if it's, if it's like that but there's a little bit more uh, depth to it in terms of like you know r- actually running the town um, looks like that mixed maybe animal, uh, with Animal Crossing from what I saw of the trailer
1: um, yeah if it's like animals and or people that live in your village that you can talk to and stuff
0: yeah it looks cool I'm excited I definitely for it. looks interesting it comes out next
1: year on 3 and I'll be
0: keeping an eye out for more on mm-hmm. that. Most definitely. I definitely will be doing the same thing. Well. Oh, God. <laughs> we did it. Oh, boy. That was a long one. Uh, oh. If you stuck it out this far, congratulations. Or if this is, like, your second or third part of the listening, yep. also, also thank you. Also thank you, yeah. Just thank you in general. We got such a great response from the first episode. Um, we didn't know what was going to happen. We, uh, we've sort of thrown ourselves headfirst into this. And uh, it's been great to hear the response we've got back from everyone. So please keep sharing it around, telling people, letting everyone know, and keep listening yourself. Um, And yes, uh, also, oh, before we go as well, um, there's one more thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, If you have anything you wanted to ask us, we have an email now. Um, We didn't, uh, after the first episode, we do now. It's uh, dialogueoptions at gmail.com. If you want to ask us any questions or just tell us that you love us, that's fine. We like hearing those things. Um, send them through to that email address and we'll try and address as many as we can on the show as we go along. Um, oh boy, that was a long one. Oh, <laughs> Woo! Uh,
1: so yeah. I can already feel the regret. <laughs> not for doing a show. The show
0: was fine. Yes. But
1: from looking at the clock and just being like, yeah, Oh boy, the
0: clock is not friendly right now. Um, and this is my voice. Whoa. So we'll leave it on that one. Uh, as we've mentioned before as well, go and check out uh, the videos we've been putting up. We've got a few more things we're going to chuck up over the next few days. Again, if you have any suggestions of stuff that you'd like us to play, please no more horror games for me. Um, you did it to yourself, I man. I did. If anyone suggests anything, it's oh, going to be horror games. God, anyway. Um, send it to us. Uh, send it to us on our on our socials either through the the email address I said before, um, or on Facebook. Uh, you can search for Dialogue Options there, or on Twitter at Dialogue Options. Um, I'm uh, on Twitter as well at Jolly Mac, and
1: I am also on Twitter at Lemon Man
0: X. Awesome. Do you want to wrap it up?
1: Uh, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, we hope you had a good E3 because we had a. A good E3 full of no sleep. We did. And Zelda. Lots of Zelda. Absolutely Zelda. Not enough Persona. And there was some other a stuff. Dash of Kojima. You know, yeah, a little bit of Kojima here and there. It was a good show. Yep. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. See ya. Bye. <laughs>